Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody, welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. We're playing here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for the evening. We will go ahead and start our introductions today with Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I was just checking, making sure I had all of the windows in the right spot because, you know, you wonder about that at the last second, even though you already checked it. Or actually, I guess this will be more than the last second. This is after the last second. <laughs> Anyways, I'm playing Catriona Giovanni. She's a Giovanni. <laughs> and then we have uh, Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Mercy Ransom, who is a Toyador ghost tour uh, extraordinaire who drives a hearse. And joining us for the first time tonight, we have Austin. Hi, I'm Austin, and uh, I'm playing. Uh, what's my character's name? <laughs> <laughs> Great start. My, I'm playing uh, Rahab Graber, uh, and she's very bad at being a vampire. She's a she's a seamstress, and and also Knite or. Kind of. And then a we have a special guest star tonight in the form of Jack. Hi, everybody. My name is Jack. I am delighted to be here to be playing um, Armand Broussard, among other NPCs. Uh, but Armand will be the primary. Uh, he is a gangrel. All right. So... As per usual, and as always. Uh, okay, um, hi. Um, oh my oh god, Tony, I am so sorry. My <laughs> For everybody who doesn't know, I'm running on 11-hour days of overtime yeah. every day of the week. So, Shawnee, please. Hi. I'm Shawnee, and I'm playing Guaya Vincente, the Asamoah Sorceress. <clears throat> All right. Now that I've not forgotten anybody... Uh, we are also going to be missing Drevian tonight. Uh, they were not able to join us. So, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights. Eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court. Anyone else? Bodily autonomy is a human right. Fuck mm. Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh God, what did he do this time? What? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I think it's That's the same thing. another 45-minute rant. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's just say $12 million to four women over the last 16 years to to keep them quiet about things. <laughs> I don't have a big enough shovel to unpack all of that. So, <laughs> when last we left off, our characters figured out that the soil in the mega coffin that they found in the back of a u-haul trailer belonged to something from clan zamache cat used her family's training to speak to a couple of friends on the other side 
and quickly learned and then informed the group that a nine-foot-tall winged monstrosity came out from the coffin after eating two of the vampires that were accompanying it. Uh, after which the Coterie and Destiny decided that it was best to get rid of the dirt so that it could not sleep again. And through a series of what we will call wild and ambitious decisions, Mercy and Simon dumped the truck into the Mississippi River. While Destiny then informed the group that their next stop would be reporting to Agony back in Lafitte Cemetery to see if he would be able to dig a little deeper on the Shreknet side of things. Um, quickly making their way there, he spoke, or he spoke to them and informed them that the soil was old and from Transylvania. He then informed them that the trucks were from both Texas and Alabama, converging onto one spot. Uh, this did nothing to ease any worries that anybody might have had. And they quickly moved back to Elysium to inform the prince and Seneschal. Um, Cat, Mercy, and Simon went and spoke to Guillaume, while uh, Guire went and spoke to Charlotte and Simone, who, in a fit of emotion, um, discussed a lot about this beast and informed them that if this is in fact what they are seeing and what was actually out of this coffin, they are in the same city as an awake and walking Methuselah of Clan Zamache. So, our coterie decided to take the discussion to Simon's shop and sit in his basement where they could have a less observed conversation. But our story tonight begins at, uh, I should have looked this up. On the side of a road as a woman rides in on a unicycle. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you that'll happen at some point. She'll show up. Um, the University Medical Center of New Orleans where Rahab has been working not that long of a shift at this point. Um, having recently popped back in after her lunch break of going and being in attendance at Elysium, finishing up with your current patient, you are handed a chart, um, the name John Doe at the top. Your fellow nurse looks at you and says, over there, he says he won't talk to anybody but you. Weird guy, big, has an eye patch. Good luck. Um, I'll be nearby if you need police assistance. Um, <clears throat> violent? Potentially. Okay. I'll, uh, Take the chart. I'll look at the chart first. What's it say? Uh, the thing you immediately notice is there are no vitals listed. 
Nothing was taken down. This is just a name and a description. Did we not check vitals? Uh, he wouldn't let me touch him. Pardon me for a moment. How does he know I work here? That would be a question for him. Unfortunately, he said he knows you and you were on a first name basis, but he would not give me his name. All right. Um, was this individual, perchance, particularly pale? He did look pecked. Yes. All right. Um, well, thank you much, and definitely keep an eye on security backup for me. Can do. Thanks. I will uh, go ahead and walk into the room with a little bit of trip. I'll look in the window first. Do I um, recognize this individual? Yes. Yes. Uh, the rest of the world uh, knows that him as Destiny. You do as well. So the individual you walk into the room with is roughly six foot four, about five foot wide. He is currently wearing blue jeans tucked into brown work boots, a white tank top, and a brown Carhartt jacket. <clears throat> the most prominent thing that the eye patch is not doing very well to cover up is the two massive gashes down the side of his face. You see he's six foot four? Yes. So he's got almost two feet on me. Yes. He's also the local sheriff, which is yes. the person in the vampire society who keeps order. Okay, so small sigh of relief. Then an immediate like, oh shoot, I'm not going to get hurt. But why is he here? Oh, um, look at him. Oh, um, should I ask how you're feeling today or shall we cut to the chase? Go ahead and uh, close the door and we'll cut to the chase. All right, I close the door. Okay, um, no doubt you're, you were in attendance at Elysium last night or tonight when uh, Simone made her big spiel about finding Irene Moretti and Marquez Moore, correct? Uh, you know, I don't keep myself too much in going-ons with the vampire world, but I, something of the sort, yes. Okay. Um, well, unfortunately, that's going to have to, that's going to come to head real fast. And I apologize. Um, I got four people currently working on a uh, investigation, trying to figure out if we can find any leads because, to use a technical term, shit has hit the fan. Language. He will roll his eye. My apologies. So. I will give you the names of these four individuals. I will let you finish your shift tonight and I will have Simone and I will have Alexander cover the next 
uh, we better call it week of your shifts with some excuses and uh, financial coverage. Okay. Um, I appreciate that you have confidence in me. What on earth do you expect me to do? Well, the answer is um, I got four idiots running around playing superheroes, and I don't know if uh, I think a level head might really help them. Okay, so you want me to play mommy to a group of impatient, aggressive vampires. That is one way to put it, but I definitely wouldn't open with that. One of them is very patient, thank you, and just likes needling people. <laughs> Language, Guire. <laughs> oh, we're going to get there. Uh, can I at least put the arm cuff on you so I can write something down on the sheet? He will roll. He will. He will roll his sleeve up. Go ahead. I will get out the blood cuffs and do a mockery of the typical stuff. I'm assuming there's no vitals that we're going to get out of a vampire, so I will no. write down appropriate numbers. Um, you know, uh, blood pressure a little a little on the high side. Came in, uh, complained of slight vertigo, refused medical attention, left against uh, medical advice, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a lot less expensive ways to see me, by the way, than paying for a hospital bill. He will shrug. Yeah, but this way you'll actually answer. He will stand up, reach into a coat pocket, hand you a slip of paper with four names and four cell phone numbers, and then reach into another pocket and hand you a wad of $20 bills and walk out. Um, should I, you... He will turn around and poke his head back in. Questions? Which one should I call first? Either Cat or Guayar. Those two are going to be most level-headed. Which one of them is less of a sadist? <laughs> you just close the door. <laughs> Sometimes no answer at all. It's still an answer. Still so, a question. The rest of the... She will grumble to herself in German and <laughs> go back to her shift. It, I, I would like to point out he did say tomorrow night is when you'll need to meet them. Yes. So, the rest of the group, you attempt to go to Simon's shop. And Simon sort of holds up a hand before you all enter so that he can inform his retainers about exactly what is going on. And he, he walks in, there's a few moments of very hurried discussion, and he sort of pokes his head back out and says, uh, how about you guys just text me with what we're doing tomorrow night? I've got some things to handle. I apologize to, for dropping the ball like this, but uh, 
something has come up. Right. So, fair enough. Okay. A lot of things <clears throat> come up. Listen, listen, I I run a day, I, I run a business. I've I've got things I gotta manage. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's Let's go. Totally understand. I believe the second nearest abode would be cats. That would be correct. Yeah, it's literally just down the street. <laughs> All right. Our, yep, this way. Just walking distance. Which is even shorter because we have a hearse and a motorcycle. Yep. So you all park behind Cat's house. And Cat on your back door is a bouquet of black roses. With a card. Mercy, would you mind getting that for me? The flowers or the card? Yes. Uh, Okay. Don't know why I had to be your messenger, but here you go. Thank you. Does it explode in the meantime? No, no. All right. Mercy is not fun to it's be. It's best to be careful in these situations. <laughs> I'm feeling the love. <laughs> she doesn't say that. I just. <laughs> I but didn't yeah. say mercy. I didn't say mercy was talking. <laughs> that was 100% why somebody else was getting those. I will open the card and take a look. It is simply a small heart and the name Elena. Sorry, your family tree is a little confusing. Is Elena the one that likes you or wants to kill you? Elena is the one that wants to... I don't know that kill... I mean, yes, eventually kill would, would is, is is definitely on the list. But there, there's probably going to need to be a lot of torment before the kill. There is, you've heard the phrase, thin line between love and hate. Yeah. <laughs> and they like to play hopscotch on that line? Mm, no, we're firmly, on the, we're firmly on the other side of the line at this point. Mm. It's all good. So uh, I'm going to really quick, I'm going to Eyes of the Grave, because, you know, I want to make sure that she hasn't assigned any ghosts to, around to fuck with the house. Uh, that is, give me just a second here. Um, Eyes of the Grave, Eyes of the Grave, Eyes of the Grave. Sorry, witness of death. Same thing. Mm. Um, uh, perception awareness. All right. Should that have been my dice? Uh... Okay. Yeah. Just uh, eyes go glowy for a moment as I look around. So from the outside, you don't see anything, but you are getting a presence from your attic. 
blink that off. All right, we're probably good. I will need to go. Need somebody to go leave up. you a present? Maybe or present could, and a presence. It's conceivable, but it could also just be um, our poor missing person. It could be poor Alex. They sometimes like to hang around their bodies, so. Regardless, let's. I'll, I'll let everybody in. <clears throat> well, before I share the information that I received from the prince, I sus I would suggest we go and check out that presence in your attic. Absolutely. Head on up. Uh, don't touch anything. Noted. All right. So, Kat, would you please describe your attic to Mercy? So, the attic space, or it, it's not even really, a, it, it's the second floor. There is a large area that has a, the, the, the A-frame style. Uh, mm. It's it sort of slanted. slanted the roof roots. support kind of thing. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and whereas the rest of the house is very modern furnished. And and very much what you would expect a twenty-some-year-old looking looking lawyer from New York who has traveled to um, uh, traveled to New Orleans, who has a bit of appreciation for like traditional old-school things to look like. The attic is stripped of any kind of luxury or um a, a decorative stuff and is simply functional there is there's a large table in the center um currently that table has the body of our 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 uh alex reynolds on it um there are a couple side tables that have various implements of of uh, arcane sort of materials ritual materials that that uh, uh guaira might actually be familiar with some of them because magic Has some of the same things yeah yes um there is a lot uh, on the far wall there is a small <coughs> uh uh, uh Call it what it's an altar uh, uh, to that has a lot of pictures of individuals who uh, have Italian Italian features to them. It looks like it's basically a family altar. Um, and then there is a table just strictly with autopsy medical type implements and the like. And the whole thing sort of has that mix of like a morgue smell and like a alchemist's room smell to it. A little bit of sulfur, a little bit of formaldehyde. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. And Kat, the thing you notice as soon as you walk in is, well, everyone else can sort of see the... Uh, 
pair of scissors just sort of hanging in the air as you make eye contact with Walter. Ah, excellent. He jumps and the they clatter to the ground. Hey, Walter. boss. Ah. I was thinking you wasn't going to show up. I was, we have been very busy. Um, so what did you find? Uh, well, as much as I would like to say all of these people are loose-lipped, that's, that's not really the case. So, and a lot of it was spoken in your weird code stuff right. that you speak. Um, you, you licks got a, a whole vocab that I'm not really aware of. So the main gist is a lot of people came forward making sure that they, it was very well known that they were not affiliated in any way, shape, or form with the two uh, traitors, I guess is what you're calling them. Mm -hmm. So uh, there are a lot of people that showed up saying that I know I am either in one way related or of the same clan or clan, affiliation. Yes. But I am I am in no way associated. There was a guy that said that he thinks he knows who might have leaked some info. Did he say did he provide the info or did he say who it was? He he told which I thought was a pretty ballsy move, but he told the prince that he wouldn't give out any names. Just that he's got information and that that can be forwarded to the right people for the investigation. And do we know who this person... Did they identify themselves? He just sort of holds up his hand and a... And a, a uh, notepad materializes in it. Uh, well, the French-speaking woman, I didn't really catch much of how she... They, they were chatting back and forth in some language I don't speak. Right, but, right. Um, name's Armand. Armand. The vampire named Armand in New Orleans. Go figure. Um... <laughs> Did she say that out loud? Yes. Ah, shit. Well, that's a second reason to go and find Armand. We have a first? Oh, yeah. He's most likely to be... I think I mentioned this earlier. He's most likely to be the kind of person who would have seen where these trucks might have come into town from. Right, right. That person. Okay, well, they told... This person uh, 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 told our prince that he might know who has leaked information. Oh, but he's not talking to the prince. No, which means either he was gambling on the idea that such a situation any information he might have would be valuable enough to save his life. Or he was confident of that for some other reason. Because 
I mean, we saw we saw the prince. She was not in a position to be rational and understanding. Well, look back, look back at Walter really quick because that is that the gist of it. Yeah, that's, that's that covers pretty much all the all bases. Right. Excellent work. Well, that will be go a reason. Fun. I think that's a good reason to go and visit our mom tonight. Do you think he'll talk? Amanda and I have crossed paths a couple of times. I think it will at least be amicable. I mean, I've heard the name, but I've never... We both live out on the bayou. We sort of know our territory. Makes sense. I see. It is about this time. Rahab, who would you have called? Which of those two names? Um, let's roll for it. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I'm calling Guar. Okay, Guar, your phone goes off. I was going to say, Guar. Guar is a band. <laughs> <laughs> First few, first few notes of the villainous thing starts to play. Pulls out the phone, opens it. Good evening. Hello, is this Guar? This is Guayar, yes. Uh, Guayar, I apologize. Destiny's handwriting is atrocious. Understandable. How can I help you today? Um, I need to meet up with you and your group. I, I wasn't really given an, an option in the matter. I take it this is an assignment from Destiny then. That would be why I name dropped, yes. So, in that particular case, are you familiar with, and I, I don't know personally the name of Simon's tailor shop, but it's literally a few blocks down the road. But I, uh, I don't know. I don't remember if he's ever actually named dropped it. We've literally been outside of it, so there's a sign there, presumably. Yep. But I will, I will give the name of Simon's Taylor Shop. Um, as a part-time seamstress, would I know that shop? Yes, potentially there is. Yes, you would know it. How how good of quality are their clothes? Uh, his clothes are actually pretty decent. Um, he, he, they pride themselves in, um, good materials. So. Okay. It's a higher end tailor in the city. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm familiar with the place. Meet us outside there. All right. Uh, what time of night is it, by the way? Uh, at this point, it is getting to, you are a couple hours from sunrise, so it's like four o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, considering uh, I was ending my shift knowing I'm not going to be back in the hospital for a little bit, could I use this opportunity to snatch a few, uh, a few snacks? Yeah, I'll allow it. From the from the you know from blood storage from the blood storage. 
just for funsies, go ahead and yeah. yeah what do I need to roll? Sheet open. Storyteller mistake number one. Go ahead and give me. I would like to say Dex Larceny for this. Um, if you don't have Larceny, I do not have Larceny. Don't know if you do. No. Um, I think generally that just increases the difficulty by one yeah. since it's part of the skills, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, so it'll be Dexterity Larceny at difficulty eight. Um, however, you do work here, you have some, you have access. So we're going to go seven just for ups and downs. So Dex and Larceny, difficulty seven. Okay. Uh, that's three successes. It sure is. So you do manage to slip into the blood bank undetected, albeit from not from cameras, but no watching eye saw you. And you managed to stuff. <clears throat> Six bags of blood into your oh nice. first hey, overnight yeah. bag. <laughs> How long does this stuff last? Uh outside of refrigeration in a couple hours. So Would this have sufficient. You could definitely transport it home. Okay. Um, and how many blood points is each bag going to be worth? One. One. Okay. So these aren't these aren't the like the the, the particularly large blood bags. These are like the you know yeah. like yay size. Yeah. No, totally fair. Um. And uh, how long can I refrigerate them for? Uh, I believe blood can be refrigerated for. Uh, I'm already on a, a watch list. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> How long can human blood last? I'm already on all the Hell watch lists. Yeah. Like... Uh, I, mm, I would love to see somebody watch listing me being like, oh, man, how much furry stuff can this guy look up? Listen, <laughs> I... <laughs> I am a I am a I am a, a, a would be would be writer slash DM for D and D and World of Darkness stuff, and I report on wrestling related content. If there's a watch list I'm not on, I would be shocked. Okay, so red blood cells for anybody who needs to know this information can be stored under refrigeration for a maximum of forty two days. Oh, oh sweet. Wow. Assuming, assuming this is fairly recent stuff from the blood bank, you've got a, a month. Yeah, you've got about cool. a month to use these. Um, secondary question. How does my over uh, my guilt-wracked flaw interact with oh, blood boy. that I'm not drinking directly from the vein? Normally, I have to make a, a, a seven-difficulty conscious check when feeding not to frenzy. I don't think that applies to blood that is taken is not taken from the body. Okay. 
liquor. I would I would find it hard to be struck to be stricken with guilt when you're drinking from a bag. Yeah. I think it's that that visceral interaction with another okay. that drives that guilt. Cool. Well, I will slip my six bags of I, I will take my six bags of blood, slip it into my uh my large purse, hop onto my uh moped and drive home. Okay. Uh, Slip some in my fridge, uh, drink one for the road, and head over to this tailor shop. Okay. So back in the Giovanni household, we've got, uh, well, no, come to think of it, based on everything that we know and what we've heard from the curator, our fifth candles here. Oh, good. What do we know about them? Uh, I just got a phone call from them saying that they've been assigned to help us out by destiny. Do we know who they are? Not yet. But they're going to uh... be meet- they're going to be meeting us outside the tailor shop. Are we sure that they are? And this isn't somebody who just was very aware because we were not the most subtle of group. We weren't supposed to be, but at the at the at the 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 not conclave but conclave. That's um, why. That's why I had them meet us outside a very public place that is the tailor's shop, and outside rather than at your house. Absolutely valid. If they if they if they destroy everything. It just destroys the shop and not my house. I appreciate that. But in any event, that would meeting us a couple blocks down the road. Very well. All right. We should also probably find our find our rest for the evening because I think it's going to be sunrise soon. Yes. The body of Alex Richards has not been moved. However, there is now a pair of sunglasses on him. Doesn't get in the way of my rituals. I don't care. (laughs) This isn't a body of somebody I respect, so I'm not too concerned about it. I didn't do it. (laughs) I'd be impressed if you had. For the record. Fair enough. Where you told me not to touch anything, and I listened. I appreciate that. Um, and I would imagine your 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 how to put this. <clears throat> Never mind. Not important. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so I was really waiting for you to finish that sentence. We we walk over to the tailor, or drive over technically because vehicles. There's a few minute wait, but eventually a moped does pull up. Rahab, would you please describe your character to the rest of the party? Sure, uh, Rahab is tiny. Uh, first of all, um like four and a half feet tall, tiny, and slim. 
um, but she does have a very large skirt on. Uh, it's very elaborately sewn. Uh, at first, it's just a gray skirt that's pleated, but then all of the pleats actually have like a blue floral print sewn into them. So as she moves, it flashes between the two. Uh, her shirt, in on contrast, is very, uh, very simple, uh, stiff blue uh, button-up shirt that's had the sleeves rolled up. And uh, she has a long red scarf wrapped around her neck. Uh, beyond that, she's got jet black hair, deep brown eyes, and of course, your typical white uh, vampire skin. And she will uh, walk up to. All right, so it's the four of you or three? Uh, there are currently three of us. There's currently, currently three. three. I will walk up to the group. Um, do I get an immediate feeling off of anybody? Um, Guire, it's your aura. What what do you want uh, Rahab to have felt? Uh, so, whenever you look at Guire. It might be the blood red jacket or just the way that they carry themselves, but you can't help but just constantly envision the the anime menacing science uh, uh, special uh, sound effects just constantly floating around wire as like whenever you look at her, it's just like this person is dangerous and I don't know why. Even if they're just standing there being completely casual, there's something about them that exudes predator. And she was threat. standing there menacingly. <laughs> <sighs> I will uh, tie my moped to the to a bike tie and look at the group of you. Um, and this is why I don't get out much. All right, I'm Rahab, she says, uh, smiling and walking over and extending her hand to not Guayar, so... <laughs> uh, Mercy. Hi, I'm Mercy Ransom. A pleasure to meet you. Guaya Vincente, likewise. Catriona Giovanni. Ah. May uh, Rahab, pleasure to meet you. Uh, sh uh, she'll say, looking at uh, Mercy and Cat and not Guayar. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of ticks an eyebrow, but is sort of getting a feel for this individual and taking some guesses. Um, our fourth is uh, indisposed at the moment. That would be uh, looking at the piece of paper and being terrible with names. What's the name? Simon. 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 That would be Simon, right? Correct. That's right. <sighs> All right. Well, how can I be of assistance? 
I was going to ask the same thing of you. Are you... Was there a particular reason that Destiny decided that you might be helpful? I'm not going to lie. I don't interact with Destiny too much. It's difficult to understand exactly why he chooses to do the things he does sometimes. Fair enough. That part I can understand. Uh, how, how, how long have you been in town? Oh, I've lived here for a couple of years. Right. Where are you from? I'm uh, from a ways off. Fair enough. How far off? About 800 miles. Quick math. It's not that... Uh. Uh, that far off. So, northern states then. I failed to see how this was relevant. Just trying me, to get... Could you please explain why we're all here? And I point at the tailor shop. Um, how well dressed are all of them? I mean, suit, skirt, or suit, jacket, skirt. She is, she, she's dressed very professional. Okay. Uh, Mercy has a very bohemian skirt and peasant blouse and um, in black boots. Uh, Guire is um, very much the, like, uh, occult chic kind of aesthetic with the the like the very long blood red trench coat uh dark attire uh, uh, underneath like very form-fitting pants and belt uh and like the 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 fingerless gloves that are very specifically tailored to allow someone to hold a knife better is there a reason that we are gathered in front of a tailor shop That'd be Simon's shop. And it was Simon's shop. Being busy. It was a central place. That was not a private home. Fair enough. Let's go somewhere that is not the middle of the street. But you know what? It's it's nearby. It's relevant to the situation. Let's go to the original scene of the crime. All right. We'll probably we want to find a place there. to rest for the day coming up soon. We well. will need to, yes. I have several rooms available to my place if needed. But I would rather not do these discussions there. So yeah, head to head to the cemetery. Okay. You all push aside that gate, slip on through. All right, so uh, I am going to assume you are not very up-to-date on the situation. Uh, not particularly. So here's, what, here's what's relevant to the situation. Um, there is, this has not been spread widely, as I understand, within the Camarilla, for good reason, I suppose. 
Um, but apparently all of the members of the inner circle of the Camarilla are coming here in a few days. Um, and coincidentally, not coincidentally, um, this is the point where certain members of the Sabbat apparently are moving in to do something. It involves, we aren't sure exactly what it is, but we know that it involves a nine-foot-tall Shamase-winged thing. Its name is Bailabog. Bailabog, yes. And we're assuming it, in, it, it, it includes some spectacular bouts of violence against the leaders of, the worldwide leaders of the camera. So you're hunting a nine-foot-long monster? Well, that's part of the problem. The bigger problem is, I assume... There's a bigger problem than a nine-foot-long monster that's hunting down important political figures in the vampire leadership. Yes, because it's oh, not Oh, yeah. The bigger, pro- the bigger problem is the fact that it has compatriots. Yes. Because if... If it can, so here's the situation. If it alone can take out the 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 inner circle, then we're cannon fodder and we're screwed anyways when we run into it. If it has, if not, then it has a lot of friends, and that is equally terrifying. And is it a threat to the mortals? Oh, 100%. It is a Sabbat. They're a threat to everything. They will not care about mortal life. It's a steamroller situation. It's not going to distinguish between mortal, immortal, or what have you. It's just going to cause rapid destruction. The kind mean nothing to them. Um, And more to the point, while it's here, and however many of its friends are here, I am going to assume that it's going to get hungry. And it does not practice careful feeding practices, I would assume, like the rest of us. And it probably doesn't just need a little from one person. So, on this particular topic, the story that uh, Simone related to me regarding this bilabog creature was that when she had previously encountered it, it had been during, and I believe it was during around the 1700s. Yes. It was around the 1700s in the middle of Europe when a group of Shamasay and other vampires had gathered for some kind of celebration and this particular creature had been left in a pit and having kind and other individuals simply thrown to it as if a spectacle. That's horrifying. Even by our standards, that's horrifying. Beast in a pit, joy. Um, all right, so presumably that means that 
this thing is being used as a tool and we need to figure out who's using it how to stop it and then how presumably stop those who have control of this beast or it those could be are in indeed the things that we are investigating mm. yes so yes it's all bad it's all bad news It's all bad news that we have to keep quiet. Yes, that we have to keep quiet because we cannot, it has not been disseminated to the wider kindred population of the city that the inner circle is arriving. And if we did that, that would be very bad for us. Secondary note, it hasn't been disseminated to the wider kindred population of the city but it has made it to the Sabbat. Because somebody, some people within your useless organization, no offense, uh, cannot keep their mouths shut. Somebody has managed to leak information to the Sabbat, and part of our investigation is going to be finding out who that particular <clears throat> traitor is. You'll have to forgive me. I am feeling particularly spicy tonight with all of our revelations. Been a revolutionary kind of night, but perfectly honest. So we were just... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I said, speaking of nighttime, it looks like we're running out of it. Should we, do we have time to go speak with this Armand person now? Probably not, if we, well, unless we intend to crash at Armand's place for the day. Is Armand someone who would be okay with such a notion, and would we be safe doing <clears throat> so? Would I know the answer to that? Um, well, <clears throat> roll me wits and streetwise... Jack, does Armand have any status dots and status? Yes, he's got two dots and status. Mm. So difficulty five. Wits. Street bar. Oh, sorry, difficulty four. Diff four. Uh, it's not a botch, it's just a flat. <laughs> yep. Off the top of your head, you wouldn't know, but you know it's a good... For just like timing reference, you've got a little over an hour, between an hour and two hours until sunrise. You got about an hour, hour and a half drive to the bayou. All right, so correct answer then. And then a boat. <laughs> so, uh, correct answer then would be we might not even make it there before sunrise. So we may just want to find a place to rest now. All right. Well. Can we head back to your place? In that case, well, uh, uh, Rehab, if you are, if you would like to come with us, that would be fine. Since you literally, like, we just had essentially a meeting at this point. If you would like to go back to rest at your, wherever you rest, and then meet up with us tomorrow, that would also be fine. Gonna look over the group. 
and then double look at Guayar. <clears throat> is Noteworthy, there... Guayar has done nothing that wasn't be polite around you. It's just she has that aura. Yes. But she has that but aura. She has that yeah. aura. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I don't know what that aura means, but I don't like that aura. People should not have theme music. <laughs> Almost exclusively wrong, but go on. <laughs> you should definitely have theme music. So I should clarify that. People typically don't have theme music. Correct. That might be the more accurate way to put it. Yes, you, you do you do look at Guayar and hear boss music. <clears throat> yes, whichever you would be more comfortable with, I'm sure we can meet up first thing tomorrow and head out to to this Armand's home. Is there anything relevant at your place? Anything that we've learned or discovered there? No, not anything that we haven't currently covered, I don't believe. I will roll deception on that if I do. <laughs> you may. Uh, I mean, it's so. not... I, yeah, it's, it's a little bit. It's a little bit. Less than completely honest, but not totally. <laughs> I'll be in the attic. Eh, who doesn't have one of those? So that would be <laughs> oh. four successes. Uh, let me see. What is my specialty? Persuasive. So if that applies, it's actually five successes <laughs> on a deception check. All right. <clears throat> I'll meet up with you where? Uh, meet. Let's meet. Where is going to be the quickest way, Guire? Where, where is going to be the quickest way to start off from? Probably not in the quarter because we don't need to deal with that traffic. Somewhere just outside the quarter. Um, uh, I'm on the edge. I'm like a. 30 minute drive into the bayou rather than a full hour and a half. Yeah, true. We could rest, we could rest at my place again. It'll be we'll be able to get there before sunrise and be much closer to Armand's when we when we wake in the evening. That's true. It would be it would if if Rahab is more less comfortable with that though. As please, person who who please come stay at the home of the person you don't trust. <laughs> or if I nothing wrong with this. Or if I <laughs> let's or just if, you all you three you two can 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 stay at my place. Rehab, you stay wherever it is you're going to stay. We will meet up. Um at X and X Street corner, just outside the quarter, first thing tomorrow and head out. I actually should return to my place to make sure that everything's in order before I leave. So I'll perfectly accept. I have my own vehicle. Uh, Guire, you mind if I crash at yours? Welcome to do so. <sighs> Thank you much. 
works fine for me. Right. The four of you disperse and find your rest in various areas for the night. Yep. The day passes and you all regain a willpower point and lose a blood point for waking up. So, Guayar. Yep. Just probably about 15 minutes after you're awake, as you start, you know, gathering your things for what's going on for the night, your phone rings. Open it, it up. is Destiny. Evening, Destiny. Hey, darling. Um, so... I assume you got the uh, present ascent to the four of you. Yes. What exactly are you seeing Rahab's purpose as being among our group? Well, if I'm going to speak out of turn, I might as well. Um, a little bit of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put the poor thing on a firing line. I sure did. Um, what is on the docket for the five of you tonight? Well, at the moment, I believe Simon is taking care of urgent business, but the rest of us are going to be heading to meet with our mom, Broussard, and see what he knows. Uh, so you all will be heading out to to Gein's up in Bayou Gauche, right? That is the plan. Do you need an airboat? If one could be requisitioned, we'd appreciate it. I can have one ready for you to go in about an hour. Thank, thank you much. Anything else we need to know? Uh, Agony has informed me that he has set up surveillance around the most of the central business district. Is he taking a vacation? At this point, uh, I don't know if he has scurried off into some hole somewhere else, but he is no longer within the mausoleum of Nicolas Cage. Fair enough. Other All than right. that, um, Simone has calmed down from last night a fair amount. Good, good. Uh, if the five of you need Elysium tonight it is going to be held at the English Turn Golf and Country Club where okay I need to know who picked that location uh, that would have been Charlotte alright I'm, 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 I'm excited to hear her reasoning behind it Every time, every time I, I hear one of these things, I'm always intrigued, and I want to know why. Um, well, I'm not supposed to say anything, but Alexander's sort of off-duty of picking for a hot minute. <clears throat> Good. 
anything else I can do for the five of you? Um, I have a feeling that things are gonna get aggressive in the next couple of nights. If there's any way that my compatriots could be properly armed, I would appreciate it. Are the uh, five of you more upfront and personal, or more of the uh, pull the trigger till it stops moving kind? I mean, you know me. I would rather not put my hands upon a firearm. I find it lacks the predator's grace. But from what I understand, both Cat and uh, both Cat and Mercy tend to favor firearms. I will see if I can requisition a few firearms and uh, possibly some body armor. That'd be much appreciated. All right. Uh, take care of yourself. I always do. Hang up. So at this point, the rest of you begin waking up. Mercy, you are with YR. The other two, you are in your own homes. Yep. Uh, in the <clears throat> in the text chain, I will send out. Destiny is getting us a, get, getting us a a uh, riverboat so that we can get our way over to uh, Armand's location. Texted back. Sorry, what? Armand is deep in the bayou. We're going to need a boat. Texting back. Can anybody drive a boat? Unironically, the response is they don't come with their own. Text. How hard is it to drive a boat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fortunate, uh, fortunately, I've had to do this sort of thing before. I live on the bayou. Mer- Mercy does the the face palm emoji. <laughs> it goes so. Cat and Rahab are not driving. <clears throat> I barely even drive cars much less boats. Just the pure rich girl energy of they don't come with their own driver? This is <laughs> this is fucking New York City girl in New Orleans. Oh yeah. Like uh, Mer- Mercy's just gonna laugh, react and go <laughs> you're not in New York anymore, Toto. It, like in the room, since Mercy is at, at Guire's location, Guire sort of pinches and knows, oh, yeah. So, um, Guire, what did, um, what did, uh, Destiny have to say? Uh, well, apparently surveillance is up around the, uh, around the location that the Sabbat had hidden out in previously. Uh, <laughs> Agony's relocated out of Nicolas Cage's tomb, so who knows where he's hiding now. Uh, and he's going to requisition y'all some guns and hopefully all of us some body armor. Could do with that. It'll be useful. In the text chain, uh, what time are we beating? 
I'm on my way to the meeting point. So hopefully Guire, Guire will give the location where we're going to meet the boat. There is about there is about 30 seconds of the dot 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 and then vanish. And then a few more seconds where it's have you forgotten that I moved I just moved here and don't have a car? <sighs> Marcy, would you mind going to get them and meeting me at the at the boat oh, location? Text back. Uh, Unless you want to sit on the back of my moped. Mercy message back. I I got a car. I'll come around. Your Highness. <clears throat> Just Rahab and Cat reenacting dumb and dumber. <laughs> oh god. Hey, the Toriador is the one with the dumb movie moments, okay? <laughs> Legit. <laughs> People are happily drive if she could. She just she just got here. Mer okay. <laughs> She's half tempted to just walk down to the nearest car lot, be like, here's eight thousand dollars. Give me something. Cause that's how psycho starts. Um, <laughs> um so Mercy Mercy has to rib cat just because she's oh legit, legit. She's the Absolutely. new one. She's there. It's like <laughs> it's how she entertains herself. <laughs> she can't work right now, so she's kind of entertain herself somehow. Yep. So yeah, <sighs> wait outside. <laughs> Turn around because she, Gat had been like, "All right, we're gonna meet where we said we're gonna meet." She so just turns around and starts walking back to her place. Squire uh, walks out to get to the motorcycle just humming a, a very faint lullaby tune. <laughs> Mercy uh, takes the hearse and goes to pick up uh, pick up Cat. Hey. Kind mm -hmm. of fill up a water bottle mm -hmm. with not water mm -hmm. and uh, sit it on my way over to the boat. Yep. WD-40? <laughs> Tequila! Oh, duh. That's, that's what I should have. Once Mercy gets there, Cat's like, I'm just saying, we agreed to meet at a certain point, at a certain location. And when we suddenly change the location, you have to accommodate for the people who didn't think of that that was going to happen. Okay. Okay. Big city girl. Get in the car. No, no, that's not a big city girl thing. That is a that is a sentient being fucking courtesy thing. Um are you are you not getting in this car? I am getting in the car. This is all while she's getting in the car. <laughs> Fine, I'll go, but I'm gonna complain the whole time. Uh-huh. Oh. Mercy takes her very reluctant passenger to the meeting point. <laughs> oh, but she said she's fine. It's just <laughs> she just had to have her tantrum. And now yep. she's okay. <laughs> Gotta let kids work it out. Guire, Guire will obviously be the first one there since she's just heading straight that way yep. from the volume already. There is there is right there a 
nice. I believe the technical term is airboat with the giant fan and everything. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. What of those? Those are cool. Yeah. Uh, I think the other one is uh, the other term for it is um, hovercraft. Mm. There's a swamp, swamp crawler for sure, but it'll work for you. This thing is not in the most pristine condition, but it, but it's used. Does it? I'm gonna move? take a look at this thing. Um, I would like to fully assess its reliability. Is that? Um. Just from a glance, give me intelligence and technology difficulty seven. Cool. And a hovercraft is different from an airboat because an airboat is solid and rests its weight on the water, whereas a hovercraft floats. It's an yes. inflatable and it goes on an air cushion. So generally, seven. you would use an airboat, not a hovercraft in a bayou because there's there's pokey shit in bayous. Yeah, there's, there's lots of pokey <laughs> shit in bayou. That's fair. So three successes. Three successes. There's lots of bodies. Not just human either. Um, with three successes, this thing looks like it looks used, but it's definitely sturdy enough. And you, it occurs to you that you might not want something fresh off the lot for this sort of situation. Okay. Because so, if anything's going to go lemon out in the middle of the bayou, this is not <laughs> the thing you want to go lemon. So reliable interior, banged up exterior. Yep. Cool. Sounds like a few kindred, I know. The four of you finally arrive. It's about an hour and a half after sunset at this point. Guire's already already locked up her bike uh, nearby and is waiting in the driver's seat. Guire? Morning. Welcome aboard. How does this work? Uh, you find a seat, sit down, and strap in. Right. I will hesitantly like step onto this thing. How many seats does it have? I believe the typical one has about eight. Mm-hmm. Three on yeah. either side, and one for the passenger, and one right in front of the... <clears throat> the fan. So there is plenty of space for the four of you. I'm gonna sit right behind the driver. Smart. I think the driver is actually the one in the back. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. I sit right in front of the driver. Yeah. Is that you you can sit behind the driver if you want, but you'll be in chunks. That <laughs> <laughs> looks about as comfortable sitting like like walking onto sitting down and strapping into the thing as her namesake would probably look walking out <laughs> onto a boat on the bayou. <laughs> An interest of being able to see over the seats, I'm going to sit in the front. And this is a rather large airboat comparatively. <laughs> so Guayar, you have some familiarity with these. 
Give me dex and drive at difficult. We will go base difficulty. Yeah, six. Cool. Yep. Dex. <clears throat> dex botch, drive. Botch, botch, botch. <laughs> I will add my uh, my celerity to this. It's not a botch. There is just a bunch of ones in there. Okay. We were so close. <laughs> so there's a brief moment where you're not sure if it's going to start. But eventually she kicks on. And when she does, she sort of gets away from you. Yeah, you there's, there's a little bit of a lurch. Forward. Ah, this is going to be a touchy one. All right. Can you start making your way Can out? Can you not you? say that, please? <laughs> you start making your way out onto the bayou. Uh, traditional southern music starts playing over the background of the shots. And it's about 20-ish minutes into the ride when you know you should be coming up on Armand's place. <clears throat> when all of a sudden, the entire boat just turns to the left. Out oh, of your control. Hello there. What was that? I need I... perception and alertness checks from everybody. Difficulty six. I would like to use uh, my auspects to reduce that to five. Yes. If you have no ranks in a skill, it makes That's the difficulty one higher. That's an actual triple watch. Right? No, oh, damn, Guayar. Not for talents. <laughs> wait, wait, perception and what? Alertness. Talents are always at the same difficulty. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Wait, hang on. I was going to say, is that the right roll? That is not if the right I, roll. If I have uh, if I have aspects, can I take that down? Yes. Okay. You can reduce it by your aspects rating. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, it was. I have two of each. That's four dice. I just rolled a triple the box. The dice are actively trying, trying, to trying to kill, kill me. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I just, I think I just blinded myself off with some swamp gas for a second. Could we please maybe the botch the person who isn't driving? <laughs> the dice roll, roll give it the and dice roll. roll. Take it away. Uh, Mer how many, how many dots of aspects does Mercy have? I have three. You should be rolling at difficulty three then, not difficulty five. Hmm? Uh, okay. Yeah. Which means you have three successes. Mm -hmm. Well, two. 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 Oh, yeah, there's one in there. Hmm. That's even better. So, Aguirre, you are thrown against the, the fan. and <laughs> Come out the other side. <laughs> no, thankfully. But, uh, I have cages on them. <laughs> it does sort of lurch you to the side so you can't see. <clears throat> um, Rahab, you're looking around and you don't no, no, you do see see something. There's this... Something is moving in the water. Something big. Cat. Mercy. You will see it as it emerges slightly again to push your boat back to center. 
a long mass of thick green scales. And again, the boat has moved one more time back to the left. And this is when you all can see roughly a tire-sized eye sort of come up from the water and then go back down. There is a gigantic, what sounds like almost a tree snapping in half as the tail lifts up and smacks against the water. Hello, Gator. My gun is out and I'm fucking shooting at this thing. I would like everyone to roll initiative. Yay! The first time I've had to say that this game. Initiative is on... Is there combat? Um, Initiative is which... It's a D10 plus your wits and dexterity. Interesting. They don't have it as a just... Fucking really? So my wits and my dexterity are five. Where's initiative at? Yeah, where's... Uh, If you go to the dice and then scroll down, there's an initiative section. Uh, And it just says roll. Oh, there it is. So you go to stats. So you go to the uh, dice. Uh, yeah, the dice tab. Oh. And scroll down until you get initiative. Oh. Scroll down past dice pulls, past main dice rolls, and there should be just an initiative. Okay. Ooh. All right, salacious scale arrow. Yep. Don't worry about that for the moment. <laughs> uh, I think the best way for me to do this is to drag all of your tokens on here for you to click. Yep. Good enough for me. Well, we don't really need jacks for the moment. Or Simon's brain. (laughs) Remember the people that are in the room. Move your tokens wherever you feel the need. Click on that. Oh, I rolled the same thing over again. Good, good. Yeah, I'll just re-roll and then update it. (laughs) We need to edit it. Oh, do I need to roll again? I was, why did it not add me to the sheet? That was interesting. Oh. I'm selected. Yeah, it's not added to the sheet for some reason. You may just need to right click the token and hit add turn, Julia. Okay. Turn there. Turn there. Why is it? Mm. Uh, does okay. mm. if does the token is the token properly set to identify as uh, 
It might not be that might yeah, be. it might not be. Oh, well, I, I will have to mess with it's those fine. after. There we go. My uh, apologies. And I got a it's fine. Uh there we go. Because <clears throat> that was what I initially rolled. Gator and I are going on the same initiative. Oh, cat's quick on the draw. No, cat's paranoid. <laughs> that was that was like my third roll. My initial was a nine. Oh, okay. Now the one who got the one who got a fourteen was a uh, uh, mercy. Do you want to go ahead and roll again? Uh, you should be able to just edit your initiative number on the turn tracker. Oh, so I can. Boop. I rolled a one. <clears throat> Back and forth here. Okie dokie. So, sending. There we are. So, Mercy. Yes. This thing is just sort of at the moment back and forth playing with your guys' airboat like it's a toy. Mm hmm. Um, it is, however, coming up and out of the water every now and then. Mm-hmm. What are you wanting to do on your turn? Do I know what this thing is? Or do I just, like, know it's a giant water monster? It, it appears to be an alligator of some sort. Okay, I would like to do something towards knocking it unconscious. Okay. Um, so are you are are you using a discipline? Are you wanting to hit it with something? Are you wanting to fire a gun? Uh, let's see. Let's see what I got. Um, ah, yes, the foolproof method of knocking someone unconscious. Shooting them in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Do they go unconscious? They will lose consciousness. They just won't ever (laughs) regain it. I mean... Technicality. Potato, potato. Potato, Uh, potato, you know. Uh, let's see. I think my... My best bet is um, is is probably using a gun. Do we? Do I have a gun? Uh, if I boat? remember correctly, you were given one by Cat. That's right. Cat gave me a gun. Yep. It is a. Uh, it's just Glock twenty standard. Um, she has two. And that is uh, damage four, rate four, 
So I so. think there should be. Uh, I don't know how you add those. Oh, oh, combat type pool. <laughs> uh, Dex. It's Dex and what? It's Dex and firearms. Yes, Dex and firearms. Okay. Uh, I'm going to aim for its eye. I don't know how good of a shot I am, but I'm going to aim for the eye because it okay. seems like a fairly large target. That's fine. That's going to up the difficulty, <laughs> even though it is huge. You all will have to forgive me, players and viewers alike. It has been a hot minute since I have run combat in the world of darkness. Certainly not on this this sheet, probably. Yes. <laughs> I know. Last time I ran combat for Vampire was revised, which means I don't, I basically know nothing about combat. <laughs> I think it's pretty much the same. Okay. What's my difficulty? Uh, is I believe it's I believe it's normally standard difficulty. Would a called yeah. shot raise that difficulty by one or two? Yeah, uh, called shots raise it significantly. Usually, let me check. I saw something in there about that. Uh, let's see, permutations. Uh, I think it's under systems and drama. Combat targeting. Over. It's on page two seventy four. Yep. Aiming for a specific location. I mean, granted, this is at human scale, so usually the if a <clears throat> precise shot would raise your difficulty by three. But if you say this counts as like a head. Right. If you say this yeah. counts as more like a head size shot, then it raises it by two. Yeah, so difficulty eight. Okay. Well, here goes something. You hit. Ayo. You do hit. Uh, so which means you get to roll damage. Which is baseline four, and you don't get four. any extra successes. Is it the same Correct. same decks and firearms? No. So no uh, just roll four dice. Yeah. I don't see anywhere on here to put damage for weapons. So like like in a roll way. So just roll four dice. 40 10. That, is that the slash thing? You can, yep. you can or you can hover over yeah. the slash roll forty ten. <laughs> nice, That's oh, nice. nice. That's four damage. <laughs> four damage. That'll certainly anger it. So. As you shoot a Macaulay in the eye.
Okay. Thank you, Jack. No problem. Oh, boy. So it bites. Um, but it does ricochet off into the wild blue yonder. It basically... So Mercy pulls, pulls out her gun, aims for the eye, and fires just as this thing goes down towards the water, skimming the top of its eyelid and bouncing off of its head off out into the, the distance. Okay. And that is Mercy. That would be your turn. Guayar, what would you like to do? Uh, well. Why are Crocodile Dundee Vincenzo here? (laughs) (laughs) You joke. That's a reboot. No, I don't. (laughs) I want to see that reboot, like, now. (laughs) Yes. I am going to... Yeah. Uh hmm. This is going to be an interesting situation. I will prepare a counterattack since the thing is going on my initiative anyway, and it's going probably immediately after me. Yes. So preparing a counterattack. When this thing attempts to strike, I will strike it first. Okay. Unfortunately, this is not the kind of thing where pure steel skin is actually going to be effective. Open I whisper this correctly. Uh, what's the what's the action economy required to use blood to boost an attribute? It uh, the that kind of stuff should be automatic. I don't okay. think it requires action. Yeah. I was just looking it up and it doesn't say it takes an action. So okay, then I will, so... I will, and it lasts for a scene, right? Yes. So I will spend three blood because I can do that with my generation mm-hmm. to boost my strength to five for the rest of the scene. Okay. So the front of the boat starts to tip up as the water swells. And those of you at the front can see just the beginnings of green 
as there is a crunching sound. And the front of the boat is now in the mouth of the gator. Okay. Then triggers my stab it when it shows up. Yep. Go ahead and roll that. All right. Uh, combat. Dice. Dexterity and melee. So with celerity. That's four successes to hit it. You definitely hit. So that's my strength plus two plus my three extra successes. So that's ten dice. For fucking one damage. God. No, no, sorry. I rolled d6s. Sorry, that's my bad. Oh. (laughs) I was like, damn. I was was never going to get... That (laughs) sucks. I was like, really? There we go. One, two, three damage off of that. Two ones, though. Do those subtract? I don't think ones just subtract on damage. I don't think. Okay. How do we... I forgot to keep track. How do I do health on this? Um, I think health is on... Uh, health is on health primary. is on the yeah is on the primary tab all the way down in the bottom on the right hand side right hand side yep okay so so after it soaks just however many mm-hmm. let me check and see if Okay. You said that was two damage? Uh, three. Three, okay. Because that is, that is lethal, yes? Yes, it is a sword. Okay. Fantastic. All right, so... Yeah, what, ones, uh, ones do subtract from the, uh, the total. Uh, you can't botch... And as long as you hit, you always deal at least one damage, but it looks like ones do subtract from the, the I'm damage. Not seeing do you have a page on that? That's on page 272. Is where it talks uh, about damage types. Each success uh, of the damage roll inflicts one level of health damage. Oh yeah, this uh, it sort of implies that they can. Yeah, it implies that the ones do subtract from. Yeah, because they because they specifically you can't yep. botch on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would just be one damage then. Okay, fantastic. So you, as the mouth clamps down, you ram your sword into it, and there's a scraping noise as if you were trying to shove it through metal, but you do and see a small gout of blood come from the top in between the eyes. And it is it is at this point that everybody can sort of take in exactly what you're looking at. Because it's roughly three feet from eye to tip of snout. There's there's no there's no gator that big naturally. There is no gator that big naturally. 
I was joking about running into the one Macaulay in the bayou. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Would, I'm assuming not, but would Cat know that? For the hell of it. Um, I mean, I let's be honest. There are stories of uh, of New York and New Jersey alligators. You're not wrong. Go ahead and give me intelligence and science difficulty seven. Oh, good. Science. That is definitely something that I have dice in. Um, <laughs> no, it is not a thing I have dice in. Um, really? Intelligence. Traditionally, if you don't have a knowledge, you can't roll the knowledge, I think. I believe that might be the case. Uh, I know that was... Hold on. That that rule changes from, from, from system to system. It really does. Uh, let me check and see, because I feel like it would be under abilities... Uh, If you don't have any dots in a knowledge, you cannot even attempt a role involving it unless the storyteller gives explicit permission, such as where common, common trivia is concerned. Page 107. Would there is no gator this big be common enough trivia to make the role anyway? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Just straight I will to allow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nope. No idea. It's not about Botch. <laughs> Botch would have been great. According to Kat, this is the common Louisiana giant alligator that has been known to frequent these parts for centuries. Okay, <laughs> this is just a big ass. Oh, they they um, just get this big. So question, because I had because I had a ritual on this thing. Yes. Is this a supernatural creature? Because I just hit it with my with my blazing sword. Ah, uh, that is a great question. I do not hold, please. Because if that was a supernatural creature, then that was aggravated damage. Okay. Good to know. And well, I have and I have it for one more attack of that. I figured I would be using this on a uh, on a PC first, but <laughs> as uh, far as cats concerned, that's just a big ass, big ass, big ass animal. 
So I am spending a willpower point and I am giving it rigor mortis. Or I'm going to try. Uh, let me check and make sure there's nothing else I need to do other than spend a willpower and make the roll. Uh, yep, nope. Willpower, intelligence, medicine. Each success freezes the target in place for one turn. Um, it is frozen in place for one turn. So, Cat, please describe how you do this. So, Cat takes a look, has the gun out, like getting ready to shoot, sees it jump up. Okay, jaws the front of the boat <laughs> and proceed to go, nope, puts the gun away, reaches into her, reaches into the breast pocket on the other side, pull out her her scalpel. And you see, and she proceeds to just super quick carve some things, carve, carve some runes into her arm, start speaking in in uh uh Latin. Uh and Proceed points and gestures at the creature, which then promptly tightens its teeth onto the boat and Look, goes rigid. One problem at a time. Uh, now everybody can just chop it to pieces. Uh, guys, we're gonna need a bigger boat. I, I was waiting for someone to say it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Take it out. You're muted. You're muted, Austin. There we go. Pardon me as I just suspend the uh, what I just saw happen over there. Yep. He thought Guire was the one he needed to be worried about. Oh no! <laughs> that is my turn. That's I'm okay. I'm done. See, Guire just pulled out a cane sword and started stabbing the thing. Rahab, it is your turn. Um, does Dread Gaze work on monsters like this? I see nothing to specify that it wouldn't. I just want to double check. Because it just says target. No, I don't see why any reason it would not. Yeah, I see no reason oh. why you couldn't. Uh, I would like to use my dread gaze on this thing. Okay. So from you, I will need charisma intimidation. Yeah, charisma intimidation. Difficulty of the victim's wits and courage. Or equivalent <laughs> virtue thing. <clears throat> Difficulty eight. <clears throat> that is 
One success. One success. So it is cowed. I'm not sure mechanically what that indicates. Each success subtracts one from the target's action dice pools on their next turn, which won't really do much here because it's petrified. Okay. All right. Okay. Fantastic. So, so when it gains the ability to move, it will. And that is the top of the round. Probably right about now, then. Okay. You guys here, A, somewhere a little ways away, probably about. 50 yards or so, a screen door bang open. Well, we'll bring y'all down to my bow now. I am paying zero attention to that. Y'all back off my data. Monster. Amon, please tell your gator to back off our boat then. Maybe y'all should be giving me a little bit of a notification you was coming to the area then, hmm? Sorry, when's the last time I actually had your phone number? Why do you have a massive pet gator? And Armand makes a sound like a baby alligator. Hmm. Sally! Oh, so it sounds, sounds like a bunch of lasers then. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Sally, get your ass back here. There was a moment where the entire boat rocks immediately side to side. As You turn that loose now. Sally lets go, sort of looks at the four of you, and then slowly sinks into the water. It, to be clear, is it able to break free of the rigor mortis first? Oh, no, it takes a few seconds. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> He's busy, like, just keeping it on until it sounds like everything's okay, and then she'll let it go. Actually, I don't yeah. know if you can let it go, but... Why don't you bring that boat yeah. up here to the dock now, and we can all have a sip. Or <clears throat> we'll bring the boat into the dock with the chunk from the gator's mouth still missing off the front. Come Is on over the boat, Long Long We'll see the massive gator pull itself out of the water and up onto a a very sturdily built dock part of the house compared to the rest of it. (laughs) And it just sort of slinks by as all 35 feet of this gator comes out of the water. I just want to apologize for shooting at your gator. I did not know it was yours. Luckily, I missed. No kind of glare at you under the eye, under the brim of this broad brim hat that he wears. He's got shaggy brown hair, brown eyes, long kind of uh, work coat of some sort. He just fishes in his pocket pulls out a cigar, clips off the end, lights it. I do not. You know, that's 
really bad for your wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> um Storyteller, how much do I know about these four people? These four individuals up? themselves, uh, Guire, you would know fairly well because of her reputation as the devil of New Orleans. Uh-huh. Um, Mercy's name, you might have heard and you might have even seen her hearse on your random trips into uh, the city proper. However, the other two, not so much. Okay. Hey, mon cher Dable. Why don't you bring them up here and we can chat a little bit. You can introduce me. Fair enough. All right, everybody. Off the boat. And she brings it into Doc. I was going to say, are we close enough to actually just walk straight onto Doc? Because <laughs> otherwise, plan, yeah. otherwise well, Doc had is not getting off the boat. There's a dock. There's about five feet of ladder up to a second level that the building is constructed on. It's a pretty small shack. Single lantern hanging off one of the back corner eaves. You have more gator than you do house. Essentially. Man got to have his priorities. <laughs> Guire will step off the boat after after kicking it off and then climb the ladder. Or she gets off too. I will climb the ladder. Y'all come on inside now. Make yourselves comfortable. You all can hear Sally re-enter the water at a very rapid pace as soon as that door is opened. Better than any of them burglar alarms people be putting in their houses these days. I can imagine, except for the whole indiscriminate munching on any kind of boats that might be coming by with perfectly fine intentions. Oh, puff to bet. Mm. <laughs> How many people actually come out here that you feel the need to have a, a massive alligator? Well, one can never tell what is going to be happening in my bio with these modern days upon us. I respect that. If you are not guarding your haven, you are asking to be murdered. A hell of a security system. You come inside. You come up on the porch. The outside of the house is just heavy, moldy cypress wood. But the inside is also heavy, moldy cypress wood. <laughs> You are and, looking forward to saying that for Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. There's very little in the way of decor furniture. Um, single chair, table. Mm-hmm. Uh, on one side of the interior, there's this long, low bench that's built into the wall. Um, and on the opposite side is a small shelf holding a couple of uh, scattered uh, little kind of more looks like bits and pieces of, you know, wood carving. Um, The only thing of note there, there's this carved wooden case about maybe, maybe a foot tall and just as wide. It's got tarnished gold fittings on the outside, a glass front. And on the interior laid in some cloth is a very old child-sized skull that's visible on the interior. 
Good to see you again, Armand. No windows, as one would probably anticipate. Why do you have a skull? Do you not? Why do you have somebody else's skull? Do you not? No! What's wrong with having a skull? There's one on my dashboard. So what are you? then, those of you that I do not know? <clears throat> Sorry, what? Guire sort of offers a, a like a, an introductory bow gesture and says, this is Catriola Giovanni. No. Mercy Ransom, of course. <clears throat> Malchet Conte. And our newest uh, tag-along, Miss Rahab Graver. Oh, the whore of Jericho. I see that you are literate. I have been reading for a couple centuries. I think the ending of the story is more important than the beginning. Delightful. In any event, we come down here for a twofold purpose. There's a couple of things that we wanted to pick your brain about and find out what you might know. Information comes at prices, mon cher. Of course. I will note that we're doing this on the orders of the sheriff, so perhaps bear that in mind. <clears throat> Yes, I know about as much weight as that holds, the same as it does in my in my neck of the bayou, but still. By the way, of note, there was an exceedingly dirty look shot uh, Guire's way when when they just introduced Cat for them. Mm. But things that we're looking for. First off. We were wondering if you might have had eyes on any of the recent caravans or U-Haul trucks bearing Sabat members that have been driving into the city. All right. And then second off, we hear tell that you've uh, spoken to our fair Seneschal and Prince about the idea that you might have some information as to who's been getting intel to the Sabbat. No, you mean at the big Fedodo last night? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, all right, all right. Well, you're in the proper place for that sort of thing. <clears throat> Although I don't usually go giving out lanyap to people who are just showing up unannounced. But favor for a favor, I can find some of that information you'll be looking for. In exchange for? I've been having some issues with some sort of people around. There's a businessman that uh, I've been having... RV after tasting his blood. 
You help me. With that, I can find my way. Are you requesting the services of my clan or something more? No, 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 no. I'm seeing we've got four more of the kindred here tonight than we had previous. And this gentleman of whom we speak in is at one of his construction sites nearby. You help me handle his workmen and make it so that I can give the gentleman a welcome kiss. I consider that payment enough, and I'll tell you what you want to know. Can we clarify exactly what you're asking? Are you just wanting blood from this individual? That's what I was about to ask, yes. That would be that would be the definition of a kiss as far no, as most No, that are kiss means multiple things. Yes. There's drinking and then there's Chocolate. murder. Well there's drinking, there's murder. Eh, same thing. And then there is No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a Giovanni. They are functionally the same thing. And then there is ghouling and embracing, which are two very different things. On that list of four, Ms. Giovanni, Mm -hmm. I am interested in the first two, neither of the second two. Oh, that's fine. You want us to just help you kill somebody? (gasps) No, no, no. Once he's alone, I'll be able to kill him just fine all by myself. <laughs> that would be aiding and abetting. And welcome to the life, mon cher uh, doctor. Uh, I, I think you're missing the point earlier where we're going to have to take care of his people, which means we won't be aiding and abetting killing. We'll be killing. I don't think that this is an acceptable set of terms. Also, there are plenty of ways to distract people and get people out of the way without slaughter. You're not wrong. Oh, it's no never mind to me what tools you employ in order to get me in touch with my victim. But the man himself is a businessman interested in filling in the bayou, putting up warehouses and industry and the like. And that I do not abide. Can I get not a, in my neck of the swamp anyway? Can I get a name for this individual? Monsieur Black. Monsieur Victor Black. And just so we are doing our due diligence, to the best of your knowledge, is he working for any other kindred, any other organization? Or is he just a the organization he familiarizes himself with is called Planetary Solutions. As far as if any of our kindred have an interest in that, that's more than I care to examine. But if they cannot protect, and if they intend on trespassing on my territory... Well, they cannot but expect that some of their workers are going to wind up dry and drowned. Absolutely fair. 
Let me make one phone call if you don't mind. If you can give reception out here, Sham. So let me get this straight. Hmm. Is this the pro is this the this is the price for only some of the information, not all of the information? Well, it will be by definition some of the information, given that I am not an omniscient gangrel of any stripe. But I'll tell you everything I know. Fair enough. Noted. Can I get a signal out here to make a phone call? Call that a luck roller. Armand <laughs> <laughs> has not specifically built his shack in a place that doesn't get signal. It's just he doesn't have a phone. <laughs> so, so taking so, a step outside, if you go to the far edge of the the dock, <laughs> like we're talking leaning over just above the water, right. you can get one bar. Good enough. I will just yell back. Armand, I just need to let you know if your alligator knocks me into the swamp, I will shoot it in the head repeatedly. Duly noted, mon chef Anton. Thank you. It's at that point, looking out into the swamp, you hear a... As Sally's jaws hit on something, and she he just starts spinning. <laughs> alligator and you see... Spin. Pieces of whatever he he got a hold of just start flying. Uh huh. Uh huh. Look, I'm not saying that I'm not going to rigor Morris at first before shooting it in the head multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> but yes, I am going to try to make a call to Corinna. Corinna. Okay. It will ring through about three times, and then you will hear an unfamiliar voice. Okay. Hello. How can I help you? I am trying this to the office of Karina Giovanni. I'm trying to reach Karina. Um, this is her. Uh, uh, sorry, brain is fu not functioning. For cat, it is functioning. Uh, mm. This is her cousin, Catriona Giovanni. I need to speak with her very quickly if you don't know, if she is available. Uh, she is available. Are you the local or are you the one up in Alabama or are you the one over in? I am the local. Which cousin are you? I am the newly local cousin. Ah, okay. Hold just a moment. There is a click and you get music. Yep. It's the same hold music that like every other company <laughs> in the area has. Yep. And then there is a click. <clears throat> uh, hello, dear cousin. Catriona, uh, or that's me, Corinna. Uh, <laughs> look, it's been a fucking year. Um, Bayou is not Kat's favorite terrain. It's got her on the back foot a little. Corinna, um, <laughs> quick question, just so that I can make sure that we are clear of this matter or that we could potentially resolve a matter very quickly. Do we have, to the best of your knowledge, in this area, an individual named, uh, was it Julian Black? Victor, Victor Black. Victor, Victor Black, Black, employed with us, uh, uh, who is attempting to terraform the bayou in any way. You will hear the key clacks of a mechanical keyboard. Mm -hmm. No, I cannot say that's anybody under my employ. 
perfect. And it's probably not Elena's either, although I'm less concerned about that. Um, Who is there to Mr. Black, that you need information? Uh, we are trying to get information on our current crisis in the city. And there was a, our source of information requests that we deal with this person who is infringing on their territory. And I just wanted to make sure we couldn't resolve it with a quick phone call and some orders before we dealt with it in a more, a way suiting our demeanors. Well, unfortunately, no, that is not somebody of my employ and no, no one on my roster. So you will. No harm. Everything that that's that's fine either way. I just didn't want to step on family toads. <clears throat> so good to know. It's clean like that. Eventually, Elena might leave you alone. You're an optimist. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I will head back in. All right. So who are we killing and why? No, never mind. We know why. Who are we killing exactly and where? Uh, what if we can convince this person that the bayou is a <clears throat> financially poor uh, option and ensure that they do not make any effort to build out this way? I can't scare them off. You got that kind of time? Oh, I don't need long. Just a quick conversation. People generally see my things my way when I'm done with them. Uh-huh. Worth a shot. Oh, of course, that's up to our good friend Armand as to whether he's willing to accept a scenario in which he does not feast upon this individual's blood. Well, as far as things go, I'm willing to give Mademoiselle Rahab here a chance to speak to the gentleman before any final sort of resolve is brought to the situation. Then I suppose we'll give her a shot. But first, we need to find this gentleman and his uh, his accompaniment. Well, that in the least, I can give you a clue on. I do tend to surveil the people who are on my target list. And they'll give you canal directions to somewhere within probably half an hour boat ride or so. Would you be joining us on this trip since you would want to see Absolutely. It'll always, it's always a pleasure to work with you, Armand. Welcome aboard. Oh, no, I'll be taking my own boat. That is fair. As meant in a, in a general <clears throat> sense, welcome aboard, but okay, fair enough. Hmm. Oz does have a bit of a gator-sized hole in it. Yes. Now you're gonna want to be easy on the throttle there. Don't don't let it dip too much on the front. Since just to make sure that it doesn't get over over loaded and perhaps tip over, since all of us being there is important, should somebody 
ride with you. If anybody would like to come along, I can always use for a bit of conversation. Well, I'll be needing to drive the other boat, so whoever else feels like joining Armand on his. I don't mind. Great. Rahab's going to look between the person who is giving her a horrible aura and the person who is requisitioning the death of another person. <laughs> Rahab's having the worst day ever. <laughs> yeah. Worst day so far. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she's going to have a lot of those in a row. <clears throat> but Armando will lock up the house and... Uh, Prepare to cast off his airboat. <clears throat> so the lot of you make your way down the canals and come upon a small workspace. Uh, there are a few heavy-duty stadium lights that have been set up, just sort of for security, and there's about four modular buildings sort of precariously balanced upon the land surrounding the bayou, not too far out of the water. No. Base look, the one small guard shack. All right, well, guards in that shack are going to need to be distracted or dealt with in order to get anywhere close to Mr. Victor Black. Does Armand have any background information on this site, particularly as to where he would anticipate Victor to be located? Uh, yes, there is actually one of these modular buildings is hollowed out completely just for Victor. Okay. So you can very quickly pinpoint out that's where he's staying. Okay. So yeah, Armand will just be like, guard shack, other buildings. That's the one where the boss man camps. So what is Why the is this set up like an encampment? Because it is. But they're doing, they're destroying the... <clears throat> They know there's going to be hostility to what they do, I assume. The bayou's this? owned by the people by the people who've lived in it for generations. It's not and exactly the kind of thing that they take kindly to people intruding on. <clears throat> and what's he intending to do out here again? Build some ridiculous warehouse to tell them. Is he out of his mind? The no. amount of expenditure to such a venture must be astronomical as to, uh, to compare to the possible gain that he would uh, plan to have. You ever heard of a tax rattle? Not to mention you can store anything out here, whether it's legal or not, and perform whatever <clears throat> activity you might out here, legal or not. Very little oversight. <laughs> Are you up for some illegal activity then? Let's get started. I am oh, I am always up for activity, regardless of legality. Oh. I think 
he can be convinced that he is making a mistake and that his ventures are best done elsewhere. I'll give you I'll give you the benefit of best effort, Rahab, but well, <clears throat> if it goes south, I apologize, but the man won't be saved after that. Everyone can be saved. Even I'm... someone like you. You are adorable. The question is whether or not you're the person to do it. Regardless. I am merely an implement of everyone's savior. He has saved me, and it is therefore my duty to save others in his name. Rahab, you get one shot your way, and then Guire gets one shot her way. I won't need a second one. We good? Okay. Mm. That's not saying anything. Kat is just imagining the number of different ways that Rahab's mind would break if introduced to some of the elders of her clan. (laughs) (laughs) And so this point, when one of the guard shack opens and out steps a gentleman roughly five foot ten in a very nondescript gray button-up. It it is the basest security uniform you could get. Well, you're up if you want to try and do this peacefully. He is carrying a, a rifle. Uh, Guire will just sort of put a hand on the cane and prepare for Razor Shield if she needs it. Is it Armand just one is trying to sneak out of this guy's eye line and get in a flanking position for whatever might transpire next. <clears throat> he, he has not noticed the five of you yet. Because we're still outside those like <laughs> stadium light lines, right? Yeah. All right. Does he look like he's in charge or just some mook? Uh, he looks he looks like a mook, if you had to guess. And is he just circling the perimeter? Yeah, he's doing a patrol. Shouldn't be hard to slip past him. I just need to talk to somebody a little bit more important. Like um, assistance, I have no small amount of not stealth. I'm not great at that, but <clears throat> talking people into things is literally what I do. I can talk people into things as well. No, yes, what? I'm. I'm letting you take the lead just in case you want some backup for this. All right. Um, what do we know about this? Victor. Look around for Armand. Armand is in the shadows somewhere. (laughs) What was the name of this? What was the name of the company again? Planetary Solutions. Pull out my phone, Google. Yep, yep. Sounds like a sounds like a a, probably an environmental front for construction or you can give me intelligence and computers difficulty seven i will do that as well absolutely 
One success. One success. Uh, Planetary Solutions Google turns up a... You get a very basic front page for a... They claim to be a business that is reshaping the world to better benefit humanity. A lot of what you're reading is very vague. Um, It's buzzwords, basically. It's it's buzzwords, talking points. It's synergizing the... Yes, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all it's, of the bullshit. It's, it's Weird Al Yankovic's mission statement. <laughs> like that. All right. So he is almost definitely involved in a variety of legal activities that are being ignored based off of an amount of profit being brought in. That would be my assumption, at least. Indeed. Probably false charities or the like. Given that he has completely unofficial security, they're probably very aware of the situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. How are you going to be approaching this? Well, I suppose the easiest thing to do would be walk up to the guard and convince him that we have a reason to see our good friend here. Okay. What are the odds he deals in drugs? Hi. What are the odds he would like a contact who has legal access to a variety of narcotics and uh, opioids? As long as you can do the price right, probably well, probably pretty good. All right. I am offering my Temporary pro bono uh, 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 um, uh, uh, representation to you at this time. Very temporary. Okay. So, Giovanni, know how to deal with with, with crime lords on a legal basis. Are the two of you just walking right up yep. to him? Are you? I'm following walk. Rahab's lead, so I'm going to walk straight up and give them no reason to think I'm trying to sneak around. There is, there is a gun trained. You're going to get shot. <laughs> Why are just very casually, like out of sight, just twirling a knife between your fingers? You got about three seconds to tell me what you're doing on this property. Before I put a bullet between your eyes. I think putting a bullet between my eyes would be a fiscally irresponsible uh, thing to do, given the amount of money that I could earn your boss. Two. I have an immediate connection to a local hospital. A local hospital that has undergone recent budget cuts. A local hospital that deals in more morphine and other narcotics than you have ever passed in your life. He will lower his gun. I need you to roll me 
this is going to be manipulation subterfuge. Manipulation subterfuge. So I am going to be. Do, does friendly face and enchanting voice help? I believe only one is allowed to apply it once, or are you allowed to stack? Uh, you can you sometimes can stack. stack if they can both apply, but let's see if either of them. My enchanting voice almost certainly does, but yes, I am going to be positioned basically like with tokens, like right, like there at the side, okay, with somewhat behind because I am one hundred percent hand under the under under jacket on side with gun. Armand like is just shoots, in the dark getting a shot off. I was gonna say Armand is just in the dark, hopefully within one leap or so of this guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Um the so friendly face is all about whether or not the fact that they just have that kind of face that looks like someone's friend would be relevant here. I don't know if that would be pat if that would be particularly relevant for this guard. No, enchanting voice, however, will subtract from the difficulty. Okay. So what's my difficulty? Uh, seven, and I believe enchanting voice drops it by two. It dropped by two, so five. Uh, five, yeah. yes. One success. But there's uh, a one in there. Zero <laughs> all right, uh, immediate backup. Uh, I'm going to use all on this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> what you think I did this without having? Contingency is a fun contingency. That's how you do it. All right. So you go ahead and spend your blood points. And uh, roll me charisma and performance difficulty seven. That just affects everybody, though, doesn't it? Isn't it? Oh, uh, it can affect everybody. Depending on your results. One success. Uh, yep, that's it one success. Him. Perfect. That's <laughs> all I needed. Perfect. There you go. So you step back, sort of. How do you get his attention? Right so the there. moment that uh, it's obvious that he is not going for it, I am going to. My head probably comes up to this guy's like lower ribs at best. Um, but I am going to um, stand firm and just stalk rigid, give this man uh, the the stare of, I'm not scared of you. And you should be concerned that I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of your gun. I'm not scared of the guns trailed on me. I'm not scared of anything you can do to me. And you should be concerned that I have no fear right now. I will just present as if I am at least partially reasoned for that lack of fear. He lowers his gun, then reaches up and presses the button on a radio on his lapel. Before he says anything, I need to know, is anybody making any moves? No, hand is still, like, hidden, but on the gun, like, ready to shoot if he says the wrong word. I'm still in the shadows. Yeah, Guire, Guire's, Guire's waiting, probably having linked up with uh, Armand, if she could, uh, just sort of twirling a knife and waiting. 
Yeah, Armand's going to wait and see what comes out of the guy's mouth before we decide what to do next. Yeah. I've got a couple women out here say they need to talk to the boss. I think I need an escort. So there's a, a moment and a second individual begins exiting the guard shed, the shack. Question, from the layout of this place, the building that Victor is in, mm -hmm. are there, like, vehicles around it or anything? Like, if this all goes sideways and he tries to make a break for it, how easy is it going to be for him to get away? Not very. There is, okay. like, two ATVs. Okay. And they are, they are positioned a good distance away from any of the actual buildings. Okay. So the second individual comes out takes a look at the two two women looks a little confused looks at his watch all right um you couldn't handle this alone and first guy just sort of like shrugs they roll their the uh, second guy rolls his eyes all right, I'm going to need a name, and I'm going to need how you know Mr. Black. <clears throat> I'm going to look at him. Look, let's just say that the opportunities I present are the sort of ones that are best not on records. Especially when they're delivered at this sort of time of night. You could get in a lot of trouble writing things down. I will look at the guard who I've awed. I, I, I think we need to let her talk, but... You're welcome to accompany me. I'm certainly no... Correct. First guy turns around, starts walking to a one of the modulars. Is it the one that was pointed out to be Victor's? Yep. The I'm second following. one takes a pistol from his belt. Like in a cautious way or in a I need to use this way? In a cautious way. Okay. I'm going to follow the guard. I'm following my plan. Armand will lean over towards Guire as soon as he thinks they're outside of a uh, whisper catching distance. You take the front, I take the back as soon as they hit the door. If that's the way you want to play it, do you want to do you want to legitimately give her a chance to do what she thinks she can, or do you want to just be certain? Oh, she's more than welcome to attempt to convince Mister Black without violence to his person. But I do not countenance sending our friends in 
under these circumstances. Plus, I'd rather be inside at the same time. Fair enough. And just kind of try and stealthily drift, hopefully keeping to the darkness as much as possible, but try and get in a position where we could intercept as soon as the door gets opened. Okay, go ahead. The two of you roll me dexterity and stealth. I pour a willpower into this. Same. Difficulty seven. Can I alertness this? You can perception alertness difficulty seven if you would like. Uh, may I do that as well? Mm-hmm. Dexterity stealth diff what? Uh, difficulty seven. Okay. I am going to spend a willpower. Dexterity and stealth. Uh, does my preternatural grace dexterity specialty apply? Yes. So that's four successes on my end. That's uh, two successes on mine. Oh, because you spend a willpower, right? Yes. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> Too busy keeping an eye on the people who might shoot us. I mean, that makes sense. Wire is an awesome mite. Even if she's like the flashiest awesome mite in the world, she is still a trained <laughs> assassin. <laughs> so you are led, the two of you are led to this modular building, and there is a panel that the first guy who has been awed already flips up and then presses a few buttons and then scans his thumb. And then the intercom turns on. Uh, Boss, I got somebody out here that says they need to meet with you and they need to keep it off the record as much as possible. There's a brief pause. Send them in, please. And you hear a buzz and the click of the door unlocking. Holding until it's open. (laughs) I will open the door and walk in with 100% confidence on my face. (laughs) I follow behind, not looking worried at all. (laughs) Dex and brawl checks from from Guire, or unless you're using your sword. Um, In which case, I will need Dex and melee. Uh, I think Guire, in this particular case, is actually going to, like, try for a bite to disable this person. So, Dex and brawl. I was going to say, yeah, Dex and brawl, and bite has accuracy one, so we add a die to that, right? Yes. Okay. The difficulty, base difficulty. I'll spend a willpower on this one as well. Yeah, I'll put one on this too. I want this to go well. Good thing I did. (laughs) One success. (laughs) I have made contact. (laughs) Five successes. Jesus, look at those ones. The door gets opened. The two of you walk in, and there is just... It's the it's there's the not even it's, a scream. It's, it's it's the it's the like the the perfect um like spy movie where two people walk in the door and there's guards behind them and then suddenly there's no longer guards behind them. <laughs> yep. So I have to ask, as the two of you are munching down on these juice boxes, how many points are you taking? Um, 
How many points point are you... at... mm, free is safe? Free is safe. Mm-hmm. Is there a point at which that is slightly beyond safe that would leave them unconscious rather than just dazed? Uh, I believe because a body has five total, right? Yeah. Like, crap, okay. Like, would four just leave them knocked out but not dead? I believe so. Then, yeah, Guire Guire will take four. Uh, Armand will take five unless there's a sixth one in there that he can scrape the bottom of the barrel with. Man was just doing his job. He was also. For all you know, he was one day away from retirement. I hope he was. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds to me like they should have retired a day earlier. Right. <laughs> That's, That's on them for not being proactive about things. That sounds like a <laughs> not me problem. That's uh, to quote a that's friend of mine. That's between him and HR. <laughs> to quote a friend of mine, that's an issue, not an ish me. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent. I'm that is steal the greatest that. fucking that is glorious. <laughs> that's so much better than that. Sounds like a you problem, right? Yep. Gu- Guire, Guire will very quietly just drag her victim out of sight and just lay him down in a bush. Armand is doing the opposite. He's using his body to hold the door open. And since it takes two rounds to fully drain somebody, after the second round, laying the corpse down as a doorstop. Okay. See, the... See, um... Aguirre is being a uh, solid snake, whereas Armand is being Agent 47. <laughs> yep. Yep, that is basically the difference there. <laughs> Somebody give me a crowbar. <laughs> or okay. a briefcase. So, a human has ten. Oh. Three is safe because it's enough that it will not be noticed. Well, then he'll just take two rounds and take six, then. Okie dokie. Yeah, as I say, what's the I didn't uh, what's, actually kill somebody? Maybe what's the, what's the what's the limit for being able to safely render someone unconscious without threatening their life? There is. Is that would that be six around? I mean, that uh, yeah, like, that sounds like six is a little like a little more than half. Yeah, six yeah. would be a little more than half their blood supply. Yep, man, yeah, yeah, like I'll take six cleaners. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So, Rahab, Cat, you two enter this modular, and it is clinical, would be the way to put it. Compared to everything outside, it is pristine. It is gray, not white. But on your left is a small cot, and further in is a rather large and elaborate desk, who sitting behind is a man roughly six foot in a 
white button up that has been undone by two buttons and the sleeves have been rolled up. He has a five o'clock shadow and black hair that is slicked back. He is currently holding a set of papers and looks up at you with piercing blue eyes. Uh, quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, if I fail to entrance somebody, it, do they even realize that they were I was attempting to entrance them? Because it doesn't say that. There's any. If I am remembering correctly, no. Not typically. Not like they just can't be entranced for the rest of the night. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Okay. This seems like a guy uh, I don't want to take chances on. So we're going to go all, uh, you know, hypno eyes on the dude. Okay. Fair. Parents and empathy, difficulty of the target's current willpower points, not dots, points. Okay. Storyteller may wish to make the roll instead since the character is never certain of the strength of her hold on the victim. Yeah. So one more time, what is this again? It is appearance and empathy with the difficulty of the target's current willpower points. Not dots, but points. Uh, the, the, the user is not is never really certain how strong their hold is, so you may want to roll that. Okay. If you want to slash GM roll, you can roll it privately. Yep. I think I just get an idea of whether or not it worked at all. Yeah. D10, not D20. No, you can roll D20s. I'm fine with that. Anything over a six? <laughs> Four. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't okay. know what his willpower strength is, though. So. so he goes to open his mouth. And just sort of stops and stares at you. You have at least had a success. You have at least an hour. I have at least an hour. Excellent. So, Victor, was it, I say, uh, slowly and deliberately, have a seat. I'll indicate at his his table. No, he's not sitting, but... Oh, in that case, I'll, I'll step over to the table. Um, now, he does have his full creativity and personality. He just thinks everything I suggest is a brilliant idea. Does he have a laptop in here? Yes. He actually, his his desk is full of a bunch of papers. There is a blueprint behind him of a warehouse on the wall. He has a laptop on the left corner of his desk and a desktop on the right corner. She is going to move over. So so Kat is going to go over to... Does the desktop have a printer attached? Yes. Okay. Kat is going to move over to, to, to the desktop, sit down, and start typing some shit out. Now, Mr. Victor... Uh, you're planning on building a warehouse out here, are you not? 
Yes, that's that's currently the plan. Now, I just have some concerns as to the financial viability of this of this plan. In addition to, of course, the environment, there's a large amount of public pushback. There's a lot of bribery that's going to have to be done to keep things on the up and up with local regulatory uh, actions. You're really going to have to evaluate how much money you can bring in. Can I see your financial uh, plans? We just want to make sure that we're making the best decision here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he will type a few buttons on the laptop and then turn it around to you. I'm going to take a glance at his financials. How 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 much money is this looking to make, and how is he looking to make it? Do I need to roll my finance or anything? Uh, yes. Please roll me. I'll get out of your sheet. Intelligence and finance. finance. Difficulty seven. Backwards. So close. Mm. One success. Ooh. One success. Okay. So <clears throat> from reading, it looks like they're going to be pouring a lot of money into development. But as you read through this, um, this is a full scale. This is not just a little bit of the bayou. This is everything to the Gulf of Mexico. Oh. This well, is just not filling good. in everything. Well, that's a lot of cost there, Victor, to try to do the entire swamp plants and bayou. What what's the sort of money? What what what's the profit side of this expenditure look like? Um well, looking through it, they, they might cut even, depending on what product they can turn. But uh, it, it looks like this is more of a... This is more a setup for something else. If you had to guess, this, this looks like the the money is not the issue here interesting and so what's the phase two my bosses have not let me be privy to that oh and who is your boss it's up and swivel around um Victor, hand uh, pass that over, and with pass, I'm I'm using dominate. Okay. <laughs> this man is going okay. to have no uh, well. That up. is against. Uh, <laughs> that's against his willpower. Correct. Total, correct. I believe. Uh, against. Yep. Uh, mm. No difficulty equals current willpower points. Okay. Diff six. Okay. Um, diff six. There you go. Very quickly passes it over to you. Does this have an pulls... internet connection? Yes. Cool. So, 
this has surprisingly nice internet for this area. Yeah, no, legit. Uh, she is preparing to, she's not doing it yet, but she is preparing to spill all of this information through his account onto public forums. Oh, thank you. I was that saved me the trouble of having to do that. Yes. This is no longer he's gonna pull out or he's gonna have some serious issues. Oh, he's gonna have some serious issues regardless. Well, yes. Pulling out is just the better option for him personally. He yep. will slowly reach into his lapel his chest pocket and pull out a a card and then slide it forward. Take a look at the name. Endron. Ring any bells? Uh, yeah. No, but if you turn it over to the back, uh, there is a small, there is two sentences of, of garbage mission statement, and then down at the bottom, Endron, subsidiary of Pentex. Yep, yep. And uh, Rahab is looking at a at a business card right now? Yes. That's when Armand's going to come in and bite him. Hmm. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Just slide around the outside and hum, yep, right in the back of the right in the back of the neck. Okay. Um, that will be Dexterity Brawl difficulty. I'm. He's distracted. He's been dominated. He's been entranced. Difficulty five. Is there a chance of me noticing this? Okay. He's had quite the evening. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, I, it, your last evening should subtle. be eventful. <laughs> is Armand being but, subtle with this? Initially, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as he's he's trying to basically he's taking advantage of the fact that Rahab is distracted to try and enact his original plan. Okay. Yeah. Poor Rahab. Four successes. Okay. Um, Rahab, I will give you the chance to counter if you wish with the same role against uh, Armand. Uh, dexterity Brawl? Yes, Dexterity Brawl, but yours um, will be F6. Could, am I allowed to, instead of trying to fight him, use that ability we were mentioning at the right before we started? Ooh. Oh Jesus Christ! You can attempt to use true faith. Oh my God! Like. Um, uh, caught off guard and with no other recourse, she is going to whip out a Bible and uh, hold it up uh, and cool. begin muttering, "Warte uns in Himmel gehiglich, werde dein Name, dein Reich komme, dein Wille gescheiße, wie in Himmel so auf Erden. Unser Taglichter, Gott gib uns heute." Und vergibt uns unsere Schuld, wie auch wir vergeben unseren Schuldigen und führe uns nicht verschungig, sondern erlosse uns von dem Bösen. Gesundheit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you pull out your, your, your pocket Bible and start chanting in German. And what is I mean, the corresponding roll to this? Uh, if I get to roll. Paper, yeah, I get to roll a single die <laughs> <laughs> against 
Oh, where was that thing? My current willpower There's points. Two something, two seventy. So I, I don't. Three seventy-two. Three seventy-two. Any character with faith may attempt to ward off vampires by brandishing a holy symbol or uttering prayers. You roll faith against a difficulty equal to the vampire's current willpower points. Uh, All right. The number of successes indicates the number of steps backward the vampire is forced to take. You can um, force him to take one step back. You can force you me roll. to take a step back. My w- current willpower is six. So I got a 50-50 chance is what you you're do. saying. You do. I got a 100% chance of taking people off, though. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, oh, yes. and I suppose I need to make a roll against Jeremy as well because I don't think I can direct this. That's my question. I don't think it is. I think it's just the power it's every 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 vampire every vampire who is in visual range. Yep. My willpower is. is currently four. So yeah, so I, think I spent it's, a willpower it, point. According to according to the way that it's read, you roll against the highest in the room. And then it affects everyone that you get a success on. Is it the highest in the room, or do I roll a number and then? I feel like it's that. I feel like it's you roll and then you, you roll, and then anybody the who's below to right. everybody's yeah. willpowers. Yeah. yeah, equal or below. Yep. Oh damn! <laughs> Notably, Guire's not in the room right now. She's still outside. <laughs> yeah. So, so Rahab finishes prayer and the two of you have to abscond now there question is hissing there is backing up and there is <laughs> in the in the current process not rahab i am trying to shoot victor in the head <laughs> question because that person just saw saw me do very vampire things uh yes jack question for the storyteller i had been when I take yes. my step back, am I? Do I get to take the body with me? Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fine then. <laughs> I appreciate what Rahab tried to do so much. Oh yeah, no, this is perfect. This is great. I'm so glad it succeeded. Do uh, I have to make any so, sort of roll to see if I can drag this guy with me? Or, uh, yes, we're gonna look at a, um, that's gonna be a strength and brawl difficulty. He is 100. percent uh, diff five. Diff five. Okay. Yep. Uh, Cat, are you firing? Are you firing that gun? I feel like even though Armand is like latched on, yes, because this is fucking panic mode. This is true. God. Well, I feel like I definitely took him with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so go ahead. This and is the power me. of a deity coming through the person just to my right. Uh. Dex and firearms. Dex firearms. <laughs> Diff nine, because I'm aiming for I am aiming for the fucking head. Guire's out, Guire's outside making sure her prey is securely ensconced in a bush and just hears a scream and a gunshot. Headshot is only up by two. Okay. Right, so up by two. Cool. So diff eight. That that that's better. Please don't, uh, watch, and, please don't watch and shoot me in the Sorry, head. Austin. <laughs> Mercy oh no, is this is exactly the sort of nonsense I was I was hoping for when I brought a nine-humanity vampire into this group. Here's my question. The current situation, the holy aura coming to my coming off my right and everything being instinctual. Can I spend willpower on this? 
It does I'm not okay say you can. Say no. I am going to say no. Okay, that is that as is as much as I know it will prevent Armand from getting <laughs> shot in the fucking head. Um, <laughs> it might not. I might still hit, or I'll botch and 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 and, and Armand. Yeah, will happen. It'll be great. It's not, not a botch. Not a botch. <laughs> you Just fire wide. Fires through the wall of the. And yes, Mer- I like this. I think that Guire was dragging the person out back. So Guire's laying this person down in a in a in a bush, <laughs> and a bullet just comes out of the back wall, like above her head. And she's like, yep. "Fuck!" Mer- Mercy sees the bullet come out of the trailer because Mercy's also outside. Sees the bullet come out of the trailer, going. <laughs> a, a gun just went off. I'm assuming there are more guards than just these two. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'll take one of them for a snack. Four guards pour out of the guard shack. Hey. <laughs> this has gone wrong in the best ways. <laughs> so, so, Jeremy, you were saying you were going to use your powers against the party, but apparently I beat you to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, technically, uh, 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 I did use it against Armand's pet, so... I mean... The Gulligator but, is technically a, sort of a member of the party. <laughs> so Sorry, you party I was just I was just gonna point out the time and see how far we're, we want to keep going. Uh, yes. Uh, unfortunately, I believe we only have Jack for this session. Yeah. Um, so we want to try and get this finished. Legit, yeah. No, I. Everybody else is. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay sticking around a bit. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm okay to try to finish the mess that. Everybody has collaboratively made, but mostly okay. Rahab. But everybody has collaboratively made. <laughs> but mostly you. So, Armand, do you begin draining? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, first round, you can take three blood points. Three it is. Mm-hmm. It'll be a round before guards get to you guys. Ooh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so... And that's all I can do on that round, right? Yes. Okay. Mm. Just just check. I need to know what everybody is doing immediately afterwards. Currently, the only three that are in this are Kat, Rahab, and Armand. Uh, Guire is going to try so, to head off as many of these guards as possible. Fantastic. She said t- she was going to, right? Mm. Yeah, I will take... <laughs> Uh, I'll take one guard for a snack, and I'll take off <clears throat> however other mini guards I need to to help wire. Okay. Yeah, so I think it, it, at the very least, if the two of us each take out one, that'll only be two guards bursting into that room as opposed to four. Yes. Uh, are you no, going only, in with sword cane, or are you going in with... <clears throat> with four guards, too. I would, li- I would like to take a second snack, yes. Okay, uh, so the two of you, I need Dex and Brawl difficulty six you to Dex and what? take down and feed. Dex and what? Brawl. Brawl. Brawl, okay. Chomp. <clears throat> yeah. Difficulty what? I'm sorry. Six. Six. Okay. Yeah, the two of you are able to the the two most forward, you both well, I think I think we were both aiming for the two in the rear. 
Like okay. just like like pick them off from behind and let the two that were that remain run in and be fantastic. Done. So you you grab them, uh, spy movie style, and just down to the ground. Uh, you are free to take. You can take three a turn. Take three for right now. Take three for right now. Okay. So in the modular, what is happening? Um, a gun has been discharged, and. Both of you are backing as far away as you can from Rahab. Yeah, I, after that first gunshot is off, Cat is doing nothing else but backing as far away into the wall and perhaps trying to punch her way through the wall if need be. Okay. Um, yeah, because this was this was like the furthest back yeah. area of this little module. Okay. It was about five feet. Between yep. the desk and the wall. If mm-hmm. I can get to a door without without having like just going in a general straight or maybe slightly side direction, as long as I don't have to get closer, I'm going for that door. But if I'm backed into a corner, that's fine too. Um do feral claws, do I have to take an action? To enact those, they're on page 199. It says they grow automatically and they take a turn to complete and I have to expend a blood point. But the question, like, do you have to do you have to use your action for that or do they just you have right. your action or, you have to wait or, a turn? Right. Or is it just oops, the blood is spent? Is, is it a reflexive action or is it like an action action kind of thing? I think it's a reflexive action. Okay, so yeah. Uh Armand is still has his fang sunk into Victor's neck and has him by the shoulders and is backing away, trying to work his way around Rahab towards the build to the towards the the door as well. And you just see these like five inch claws erupt from both his hands and dig into Armand's flesh. There is full animal snarling coming oh, yeah. from mm-hmm. the corner, yep. snarling and swallowing. That's what we got happening here. Mm. So uh, go ahead and roll the corresponding roll, which is there isn't one. No, uh, for feral claws, there's not one. I just have to spend a blood point, which okay. I've sucked down a fair bit of. So I'm pretty sure I have enough. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You're okay. just yeah. So yeah, armed and leaving now. <laughs> So, are you trying to go to the door? Yeah. Okay. Whatever the exit from this building is that I can get to without hopefully getting any closer to Rahab than I am. Uh, Because of fire code, there is a door on the backside as well. Oh, okay. I'll head for that. He follows fire code. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta follow one code, right? This one does. <laughs> this one has the important dude in it. <laughs> Excellent. It is at this point the two guards burst in to see, I guess at this point, just Rahab and an open door. <laughs> oh no. Rahab just finishing up shouting the Lord's Prayer in German and brandishing a Bible. 
don't know. I'm I feel like I'm in the corner still. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Hissing mm. like a de- hissing like a demon, basically. <laughs> there you go. Okay, oh. so there are some guns drawn. <laughs> I'm just gonna look back at them and say, "This is beyond what you want to mess with. If you want to be alive by the morning, you should run." Go ahead and give me manipulation and uh, intimidation. Yeah, difficulty six. <clears throat> yes, you. That is one hundred percent what you're trying to do. <laughs> oh yeah, that's two successes. Two successes. All right. There is a brief pause between the two. <clears throat> Where they sort of, they look at you, Bible out, open, and they look in the corner and see (laughs) just hissing and begin slowly backing out. Guns still raised, which I believe is the point at which they they meet Mercy and Guire. I was going to say, say, so it is really unfortunate that you guys walked into that room. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's a masquerade violation. Can't you could have just left. You could have just not walked into the room. So Guire is still, like, hunched over this individual that she's feeding on, and she's intending to leave him unconscious because he won't remember it. So she's going to spend three blood to boost your strength to five again for this scene and then drain that three blood back. Okay. And then she stands up as her muscles swell from the from the increased blood. And then uh, I will probably, this will probably have to wait for a turn, but she then just, like, immediately with her celerity, just two daggers, one at each of them. Okay. Um, Mercy, what are you wanting to do? Because you just finished your juice box. Are you going to continue to drain them, or...? Can I drain them, like, just to the point of unconsciousness, not to... Yes. You can take them down to six. Yeah, I'll do that. Down to four. I'll do that. Okay. So... I'm extra hungry. Armand, you are continuing to pull Victor Black, who is screaming, um, regardless of the, the nice embrace that he is getting. Everything is just absolutely terrifying right now. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, um, I assume, are you munching down another three points? Oh, uh, you... yeah. Yeah, we might as well. We might as well top off. We'll munch down another three points and just keep him held with those feral claws. Cat and her five blood points are so jealous of you right now. Uh, you're the ones who wanted, on. they're you're the be ones, less than five. You're the one. You're the ones who walked in here saying, "Thinking we should try to not kill people." No, <laughs> I was okay work. with the murder. <laughs> I was just giving giving the one person who who the sheriff assigned to us a chance to come out alive. <laughs> I'm the innocent bystander. Alive. <laughs> it was going to work. 
So, Rahab, Cat, what are the two of you doing? Uh, seeing that this man has continued to be drained, um... Well, he's outside, out back. Like, I don't think you can well, see him at yes. this point. I can make an assumption that this man is continuing to be drained. Yeah. Um, I told the guards to run. I'm not... I can't do anything else for them. Okay. Uh, <sighs> jump over this table and run out after Armand. Okay. And... If he's not going to listen to the Bible from a distance, he might have to listen to the Bible up real close. Is this, yeah. Um, since this is still going on in the room, I feel like the only thing I can do at this point is pump three blood points of my five remaining into my strength and literally try to punch my way out of the wall. Are you of the generation that you can spend three at a turn? I believe so. I'm 14th gen, I think. Um... You mean you or mean tenth uh, gen? Tenth gen. gen. Oh damn! Because I am eighth um, gen and I can spend three in a turn. I think it gets very near to eighth gen when you need to be able to do that. Hold on. Uh, let me check this to make sure because I I wrote down three. Um, eighth gen can do three a turn. Ninth gen can do two. Okay. Tenth, tenth can do one. Why did I write down three then? Three, you, you have a maximum blood pool of 13, which is three above. Yeah, I wrote so standard. <clears throat> then I'm putting one blood point in to punch through, to, to raise my strength to three to punch through the wall. I might have done it last turn too. Okay. Um, Go ahead and give me strength and brawl to uh Yep, yep, yep. Punch your way through uh, the modular. Uh let's see. This is currently boosted by the good thing is it's uh, aluminum. Strength <laughs> brawl is oh fuck it. Um, strength Base diff. brawl. Power. Yeah, I'm a willpower of this too because fuck this shit. I'm getting out of here. Um so that would be two. Okay, so you start just ripping your way through this. Yep. And it, it it takes the whole round, but you do make a hole. Give a chance, I'm going out that fucking hole. So Guire, I can't wait to roll me your two attacks with your daggers. I can't wait till Pentex shows up and it's like, what the fuck happened here? (laughs) Dex melee. No no discipline because I'm using my celerity for it. Yes. Uh, So, wham. And wham. Wow. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage for those two. Uh, Do they still add strength even though I'm throwing them? Uh, I I believe yes. I would would imagine because you have to have the strength to throw them with force, but... Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
So that's five plus one is six plus three. So nine dice each. Damn. Mm. One, two, three, four, five, six, five damage on the first one. One, two damage on one damage on the second one. Okay, so the first one you nail right between the eyes, and he goes down like a sack of bricks. The second one you skim a shoulder, and he does scream, but he does not go down. And we get, and yeah, this is this is again, this is Guire like standing up, muscles bulging into the point where the where the arms of the of the jacket begin to tighten. And just with that, like, menacing aura, just two knives come up. Fantastic. So, the camera goes back to Rahab exiting the modular and seeing Armand in just full feral, the height of the beast, just backing away and draining Victor, who is kicking and screaming until Rahab exits the building and goes limp as he enters unconsciousness. <sighs> oh, what do I try to do here? Mm. <clears throat> well, there's, there's a person and a monster in front of me. Person. There, yeah, there's a per he's a person though. He may be a terrible person, but he at least is a person. Um, I might get a whole lot closer with that Bible. Uh can he avoid me pressing the Bible against him while holding on to this guy? Um, you're gonna have to make and would 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 Rahab have to activate true faith again? Because it doesn't say the effects last for a scene in the text. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming I would. Okay. Yes, I, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, sure. To do of, that, this is a totally different thing, anyways. This yeah, is... that's going to be a Dex and Brawl to be able to, because Armand is thrashing, so you've got to be able yeah. to actually touch him. So, Dex like even if it's just his hands on this dude or wherever, but mm -hmm. uh, start. Yeah, that would probably be the easiest because he's he's fairly heavily clothed otherwise. So yeah. Get, get them fingies. Well, and you can't if you you either have to let go of this dude to move your hands quickly, is what I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. He said Dex Brawl. Yep. Well, I got no brawl. believe that's one success that's one success um the only question is since he's aiming for a since she's aiming for a hand is that technically a targeted yes. role yeah that is so the role. so the difficult so the difficulty would be actually i'm trying to remember hand it's either Seven. plus two or plus three is the yeah, difficulty I, I believe, by I the believe fact it that is plus two is the difficulty Same. affected by the fact that he's trying to use those hands to grapple somebody I mean, the hands aren't really moving. I feel like it would be the yeah, same regardless. No. It's it's still going to be diff eight. Okay. So he is, he is thrashing. You just cannot. He's flailing. Cannot. He's flailing with a person okay. in his jaws. 
Yeah. I'm still presenting the Bible at him. So do I still okay. roll the true faith roll? Yes. It's just it's not yes. going to do. It's not going to do the burning. It's just going to do the brandishing. Yes. As I'm like in the middle of coming out the wall. Nope. Stay in. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they're out here too. Oh no. Nope. Oh, that's oh. a botch. <clears throat> what happens when you I don't think I don't think actually, I don't know. If, I don't know faith. if true faith can botch. Yeah. Smited the, by God. The, the vampire may advance unhindered. A bot okay. in yeah the so it's it's broken, right? So yeah, for that round, uh, for that round he, I'm I'm not. You're I'm not, not affected, affected by this yeah. round at all because even if I fail, it makes you not want to approach me. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get closer, but I don't have to. Go but now you don't care at all. But now I don't care at all. Okay. Let me let me look and see what sort of things I can do here now that this in true final show films. Fashion has, has into devolved PvP. into PvP. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was waiting for it. It wasn't me. That's the weird part. Right? Well, you just had to introduce the bestial gang role and the high humanity Mennonites. Yep, yep, yep. Right. yep. Uh, Julia, can yes. I attempt to disarm Rahab of their Bible? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it is an object which she is holding. You, you okay. can attempt to disarm her. Right, okay. So it, I assume since this is not weapon on weapon, I can do dexterity brawl rather than dexterity melee? Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Um, if successes rolled exceed the opponent's strength rating, the opponent takes no damage but is disarmed. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah. Uh, Standard difficulty is six. This is a difficulty plus one, so it's going to be dexterity brawl difficulty seven. I'm going to spend a willpower. Dex brawl give seven. <coughs> one success. Yep. I assume your strength rating is not less than one. <laughs> it is one. It is one. Um, I would have had to exceed that, so... Basically, I smack your Bible, but you don't lose grip on it. I appear, I I believe. Yes. Uh, yeah. My follow up question is: Do you finish draining the blood bag? One hundred percent. Okay. There is that final. There's one drink. point of blood left <laughs> in him. Yep. Because that'll be nine. Almost Maybe. like when you're drinking from a Gatorade bottle and you hit air. <laughs> sputter, 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 sputter. <laughs> and you just let go. <laughs> And he crumples to the ground. Yeah, and then there's the swat out at the Bible, which doesn't really do anything. <sighs> I think our business here is concluded. Cat <laughs> makes her way out and runs into away from Rahab. He was here unironically. Shout it out. Fuck this shit. I am out of here. <laughs> Back to the boat. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, business is concluded. There's still one guard standing. Oh, yes. Yes, there is. I completely forgot him. So he I think Rahab should kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so he will raise his gun 
How shaky is he right now? Oh, very. He 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 has a chunk out of his shoulder. <clears throat> That's a botch. <laughs> his gun jams. Yep. Oh dear, this poor schmuck. <laughs> it's a bad right, so, time to move to New Orleans. So the his, his gun jams. And Guire is just sort of still standing there looking at him. And I think at this point, her contacts haven't been put in yet because she was just dealing with vampires. So it's just the glowing yellow eyes. Yeah. I think Mercy wants to do something. Yes. <laughs> it's This is a construction site, correct? Yeah. Is there a shovel? <laughs> 100% there's a shovel. <laughs> Can... I come up from behind while he's distracted by Guire's yellow eyes and just clock him on the head with a shovel. Uh, now I have to ask, are you doing that flat? Or are you doing that sharp? What? <laughs> flat flat or blade? Flat like like I like flat, like just we're going okay. we're going for the three stooges maneuver. Blunt force trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going not for the knockout, not the kill. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Blunt so that force is trauma. Going to be Dex uh, Melee. Yeah, Dex Melee. Diff six. Uh if I botch this, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Uh Dex Melee. Yep, Diff difficulty six. Difficulty six. Two successes. I don't think a shovel adds any damage. No. So it'll be your um, strength plus one for the pretty extra success. Yeah. Might be lethal. As opposed to just bashing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially since it was head. So yeah, roll roll your strength plus one for damage. Okay, sorry. Uh, strength. That's okay. How do I roll that? Uh, slash R the number of uh, space the number of dice you have in there plus one d ten. So I have I have one die. Okay. So, so two yeah. d ten. Two d ten. Roll two. Three. Do something, please. You do two damage. Hey, um, So, cat disappears into the night, howling like a banshee, screaming "fuck this," <laughs> and. Guire, you stand ready to grab a weapon as this guy jams, staring, his eyes shooting back and forth between the gun and you, and there is just a clang, and he drops to the ground, and Mercy is standing there, shovel in hand. <laughs> MVP. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I think at that point, um, Guire, like, just marches forward through the building, uh, grabs the knives out of her targets as she walks by, sheaths them, storms out the back, 
grabs Rahab by the collar. We are going to have a discussion about, sorry, I lost my accent. We are going to have a discussion about masquerade breaches as we leave and is going to drag back to the boat. That's fair. <clears throat> everybody here is dead, except, well, everybody here is dead. Um, except for the ones who are just unconscious. Um, there you go. Well, that concludes our If you want to resist, you can resist my five strength right now. <laughs> sure. I'm going to try. What do we roll? Just strength brawl. Cool. I'm putting a willpower into this because she's pissed. That's my strength brawl. Oof. There's a very good reason you drink out Three of the successes. blood bank at the hospital, right? <laughs> okay. There are several good reasons. But... You are... <laughs> You are a uh, baby kitten to back to, to the, the boat. Um, I am going to, oh my goodness. I'm trying to think what she's going to start screaming first. Um, we are going to start with, we had a plan and it was working and he was going to give us the information and his laptop is full of information to take down important organizations and make massive advancements for everybody. This plan was short-sighted at best, involves the death, a needless death of seven people, and doesn't actually further our goal of preventing Pentex from advancing onto this area. Oh my god, I should have kept the show. Somewhere off in the distance. Ah! <laughs> Mercy grab, Mercy grab the laptop. You shut up until we get moving. Armand's going to go off after Cat mm. since this is his environment. I was going to say, somebody <laughs> please rescue the city the body girl from the random run into the bayou. Oh. No, Mercy would sell popcorn and tickets. <laughs> I will get eaten by the actual Mokale in here. <laughs> uh, Do I have to make I am a roll okay to with bringing this, my uh... Senite in, but... <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to be stealthy. No, you are not. No, there's actually a pretty direct path where I was going to say, and I've got the I've got the uh, the protean thing where I can literally see in pitch darkness. So yeah. I'll do that if I need to. She's just making she she will stop right once she reaches the the the, the boats area. That's safe. That's that safe. is safe. That is that is home. That is the way home. <laughs> She did not have the she did not have the capacity in that particular moment to think, hey, there are probably vehicles that these developers use to get out here. I should go to them. No, Run back to the, to the boat. The boat is home. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Armand is probably no more than 10 seconds behind you then. Yep. yep. Well. Uh oh. <clears throat> Hmm. To clarify, Rahab has not stopped um, loudly proclaiming uh, the monstrosity of everything going on around her. Ma chère Giovanna. That? 
I want to be clear. Mm. I am angrier at someone else. But I am not unangry at you. That is, I suppose, within your purview. We had, you had an agreement with someone. I put myself in harm's fucking way. Understanding that agreement would be held to. You owe us everything we asked for and probably more. What are your concerns other than the fact that there's a bit of a bloodbath back there that Sally and I will have to clean up? I'm not worried about that. That is that is now a you problem. I want the information you promised us. Naturally. And anything else you can possibly tell me about vampires in this area that you may think might conceivably be useful to me. Very well. If it takes you a while, I will allow you just to record it and send me the tape. I'm okay with that. Just do it quickly. Well, unfortunately, I don't keep anything of that technological level about... But I can certainly tell you the sort of things you would need to know. Now, you asked about the list of folks who might be susceptible to being utilized by our kindred from the South. Few people you might want to have on your view. Of course, there are primogen in the city, as you are more than well aware. If I had to put a guess on the ones most likely to be spreading tales out of turn, mm-hmm. that would be one Kellerman, that Malkavian lad, and one Elena Moreau, Crimson Mask. I believe you know who I speak of there. She's the primogen of Plantoria. Are you saying primogen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That word means something to me that is definitely not related to vampires. Yeah, it's, the, it's, the old, it's the oldest vampire of an individual clan in the city. Okay. Or their they're, they're chief representative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, head of a clan in a city, yeah. generally. Okay. Do you have any information to back this up, or is this just based on your assessment? This is based on assessment. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are looking for other ones with a bit more grist in the mill, as it were, there's a lad by the name of Nero. He's a bruja. Rather pretentious young fellow. Likes to talk. He was an anarch for quite some time. Only joined the Camarilla about seven years ago. He has been working as one of Destiny's gods. Now, Destiny swaps out his gods every week. Likely for security purposes, make sure nobody knows too much all at once. But Nero, I believe, is one of those who was recently on that payroll and then probably has been cycled off now. Might be 
re-upping his working hours there from time to time, but worth looking into. Okay. Now, our prince says she is on the trail of one Marquez Moore. Hmm. There's a lad by the name of Ezekiel Thorne. Ezekiel Thorne? Indeed. Like, like, like on the Rose Thorne. Hmm. Okay. Now, that boy is generally regarded as a bit of a nobody, but he does have the singular distinction of being Marquez Moore's last known partner. Now, I believe one of y'all brought up that you had come across some trucks that had brought something unpleasant into the city. Mm-hmm. How many of those U-Haul mobiles did you find, anyway? Four? Was it three or four? Three. Three. There's been quite a few more than that. There's been several over the past few weeks coming down the handy. Rough as Lafayette, Morgan City, Raceland. Do I have a rough estimate on numbers? How many of those that I uh, clocked coming through? You are looking at between 12 and 15. Mm-hmm. I would say four to five convoys of three apiece in total. And these are beyond just typical standard mm. people driving moving. In, driving in pattern. Very similar to the ones that uh, you say you discovered just recently. Four to five convoys. They could each have as many as 10 to 12. Armand, what's the size of the... I'm still new here. What is the approximate size of the Camarilla here in New Orleans? What sort of numbers do I have on that, Storyteller? Hmm? Uh, It's between... There's... It fluctuates. There's anywhere between 150 to 200 <laughs> in the city. Mm-hmm. Well, never more than 300, in my experience. Slow rising over the course of time and some depletions, but I'd say we're somewhere between 100 and a half to 200 and a half. About to get much smaller. Well, <clears throat> that tends to be why I stick to the waterways. I catch a lot less attention out here. I have one more question for you, and after this, you and I are even. All right. Do you know anything about Elena Giovanni? Can I make a roll on that? <laughs> yes, uh, that would be wits and streetwise difficulty seven. Who she sleeps, who she relies on, any vulnerabilities whatsoever. Wits and streetwise. I don't suppose this is something I could spend a willpower on. No. Okay. And you said seven? Yes. One success. Okay. Uh, Wait a a second. I should have more. I should have more dice than that. I was going to say that doesn't look right. Oh no! Actually, I don't have any dots in Streetwise. Weird. Okay, never mind. Just one. (laughs) Because you're a bog boy. Yeah, it's true. So Elena Giovanni is well known, um, in the city 
she does business sometimes with Karina. Okay. They are sort of estranged cousins at this point. They don't mm-hmm. like to talk to each other. Okay. Um, however, the most notable thing that a lot of people in the city know about Elena is that she has one Umar Oravec on speed dial. The other Asamite assassin in the city. <clears throat> now he's not 100% lapdog, but most of the time she but says she keeps close contact to hire him if she needs to. Yeah. Yep. Well, they are estranged a bit from their one relative local. At least I take it until your arrival. Givana, oh, they're do still have estranged that. from their local their local relatives. My implication being that Giovanni, in my opinion, are all very closely related. So she now has two relatives in the city, estranged or not. This is correct. She also keeps an assassin very close. Difficult to say whether it's a... Quick look off into the distance and back with one. Enemies closer or more of a retainer. But uh, not Monshadab, the other one. There is visible relaxing. My oh, fuck, it's been hard to start. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that would literally be the first thing that passed through her head. Interesting. I take it you have some bad blood. We have a with Mademoiselle Lena. I love all of my siblings, but we have a compl- siblings and aunts and uncles and grandfathers, etc. But yes, we have a complicated relationship. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're cool. In the interest of full disclosure, things get too hot in the city. You and Madame Guaya. And I think I could extend the invitation to Ms. Mercy as well. Oh, welcome to bunk down here if things get too dicey. That is appreciated. <clears throat> now, and I say this with all due respect to the environment which in which you live. Can we get the fuck out of here? <laughs> At this point, the Begging rest f- of the party begins to descend upon the boats. Yeah. Well, uh, in, inclined for some cobblestone streets, I take it. And uh, for a fucking bath, Guire will pointedly take uh, take um, Rahab to her boat. Yeah. <laughs> and dump her into a seat. If you want to talk death, let's talk the calculus of what just happened. As she says, as I'm assuming Mercy gets on. Oh, yeah. And she starts moving the boat. And once they've gotten away from uh, from Armand's boat. What Armand did was a violation of our deal, yes, and resulted in the death of one. Whatever you pulled to cause them to panic alerted two more people to the presence of vampires and resulted immediately in their death. If anyone else finds out about that and we have a breach of the masquerade, you will be responsible for the deaths of dozens more. Everyone that I dealt with 
Aside from those two that had directly seen vampires, I incapacitated non-lethally. Those deaths are on your hands. You have no ability to assign that blame. That was Armand entirely. We had a deal, and it was working. There is one body on Armand's hands. There are two that you directly alerted by your actions. I hardly alerted anyone. I was trying to save a man's life. You cannot place that blame on me. You can say that. I doubt the Camarilla will agree. I don't care what the Camarilla thinks. You should, because they're the ones who will decide if you live or die. I I don't care which way that goes. I think with that sentence, and with you all making your way back towards civilization, that is where we will end for the night. Yep. All right. Say goodbye. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.